No, we're live. We're live. Okay. <laughs> I don't say okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said it to me. All right. <laughs> All right. This is Will K. the King, and this is the uh, Down with the King podcast episode 79, I think? No, mm-hmm. 79. We're going to roll with that number. Could be wrong. Don't know. Don't really care at this point. Um, I am joined today with a very special guest. <laughs> this is her first time on the pod, so please be gentle with her. Um... <laughs> The love we just say is joining us today. Round of applause. Hey. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Welcome to the pod. So, um, me and Jesse go back a ways. Um, actually, I think I met her right before I left, like a year before I left spring, maybe something like that. Yeah, we ain't gonna talk about how we met. <laughs> very, very, I just, I just said where. I didn't go into details. I'm just saying. It was a very, very interesting, it was quite interesting. I, I remember it vividly. <laughs> I, I, re, I remember it vividly. <laughs> actually, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, ah, yeah, that was funny. That was like, that was hilarious. I'll be going through some things. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that was like par for the quarters when I worked this spring. It wasn't nothing new as far as like those type of situations happening. That's crazy. It was, it, it See, was, now you're talking about the old situation. Now they like, we want to know. No, nah, it's fine. They don't even know. It's fine. <laughs> they don't even know. All right. If they want to know, they can pay me for it. Oh. Um, I like that thinking. So with so I, I wanted to have her on the pod mainly because um just say be talking reckless on the internet, oh right? Reckless? I don't know what she be doing on Beyonce's internet, <laughs> but she be go she just don't she just reckless. be just say be talking reckless <laughs> on the internet and I figured oh, because she is so direct and opinionated She'd be a good person to have on the pod. And so, so most of the comp, the most of the recklessness I see when it comes to Jase's uh, posts are, are regarding um, the male species. Oh, here we go. And <laughs> apparently, she don't like you, Kevin Samuel supporters, or something like that. The guys are hey, like that. Hey, hey, wait a minute now. Hold on, hold on. I ain't trying to. No, 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 no. I didn't say I ain't like him. I said if you try to befriend me on Facebook and your Facebook picture is Kevin Samuels with a halo, I'm not. Ref- I'm not friending you with. So weird. So, so I feel like. So I feel like. You, should, so, you took so that the shit dude, way too. Well, too, I mean, there's there one dude that had a tattoo, and I was like, wait, wait, what? You see what I'm saying? Well, no, no, no. I, I'm very. I'm look. First of all. That's weird shit. I, I am my what I find <laughs> in my experience. Like I always tell my sister, I, I I feel sorry for y'all because the the bull shit y'all have to deal with when it comes to trying to date some of these dudes is the most ridiculous thing shit ever, and I just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't. And I guess it's not meant for me to understand. I don't know. And I, I would, like you, I would hope that because I'm a guy, I would understand that line of thinking. Mm-hmm. But then I don't. So, but if I, but see, the thing about it is a dude like me who doesn't, according to him, I'm a simp. So. But what is the definition of a simp? That's though? what I always wonder. Because every time I see somebody referred to as a simp, it's always a guy who either supports women, protects women. Um, respects women, 
Um, but it's because the guys who, because okay, so basically what it is is that dudes like that, dudes, op, the dudes that call guys simp's, are usually guys who can't see a guy supporting a woman or being respectful to a woman if it doesn't involve him wanting something from the woman. Hmm. And that's mostly because that's how they think. They're projecting. Because it's like, but these, these would also be the same guys that tell a woman to pick better men. Mm-hmm. But then when they, then the guys that actually seem to be better, they say, oh, no, you aren't. You trash. It's like, well, I'm confused. Which one Because it's like, bitch, pick better, but not that much better. <laughs> Calm it down. <laughs> I mean, we always go to see Aaron Russell when this topic come up. But, I mean, that's clear. She was with Future and, you know, people dragged her. What the fuck is Sierra doing? And then she dumped this nigga and she gave with Russell now. He is sent. But my thing is this. And she basic. Now all of a sudden she quote unquote basic. Here's my thing with that. They act like her and the Future was together for like 15 years. They was together for a year. And in that know. year he cheated. I don't know. So what did y'all expect her to do? And then the, the idea that, because I was one dude talking about how she has a type. I'm like, she dated Bow Wow. <laughs> 50 Cent for a minute. She and dated future, 50 Cent? It was a very short, like, minuscule, but because they're celebrities, oh, people knew about it. But that happened for a very short time. And so she that, dated Future. That video was real, huh? So. Wasn't that a music video where they was, like, feeling on each other? Could shit? be. I know. Tell it now. <laughs> the 2000s are largely a blur for me at this point, so I don't know. But, um, yeah, so. those None of those dudes are alike. No. So you can't, like, there's this idea that if a woman dates a certain kind of guy, she's only going to date that side of guy. Like, only guys that say that are guys. Only people that say that are guys, usually. Because they assume that a woman is always going to date the same type of guy. That's stupid. Like, but it's also the same guy. Like, the whole idea, like, they, they, they Russell is a square, or Russell's a simp. And I'm like, okay, Russell don't do nothing but do his job. He's an athlete. He looks better than most of you niggas. <laughs> he takes care of her, his kids, and her son. Mm-hmm. I've seen that nigga with fe- Baby Future more than I've seen Future with Baby Future. We all have, but I have a theory on this. I have a theory on this. Okay, so, what is your theory? My theory, and I know men probably not gonna like this shit, but just looking at it, this is the only thing I can come up with. I think that women have a greater chance of redemption after some baby daddy baby mama bullshit than men do. And they resent that shit. You get what I'm saying? You understand what I mean? You want me to elaborate? Elaborate. So, take Sierra Russell in future. Mm -hmm. She was with one of the niggas that most of us deem (laughs) unfavorable. I'm going to say that. (laughs) And then she broke that shit off and got with somebody that was like basically perfect from what we can see. Right. How often does that happen for a man? It it rarely, but... I think they I, want somebody to say, quote-unquote, save them the way that they think Russell saved Sierra. But see, my only issue with that, and not from the your, your perspective of a woman, but from the guy's perspective, guys don't, like... If guys, so for example, if a guy dated Kim Kardashian, for example, just an example, and they just, or let's say they dated Black China, 
nine times out of ten, they gonna go for the same type of chick. They're not going to cry to upgrade. Rob, to, ain't, Rob ain't going for another. But picture. I'm, I'm <laughs> shit, Tyga, whoever. None of them niggas are ne- like type like they not they're going for and not uh, like same type of chick, but just like, chick that's like you know, you know popular or gets a license from rappers. They all deal with, like, that's the one thing about rappers and people like that. They deal with the same, it's the same rotation of chicks that these dudes deal that's with. True. They all like the same type of girls. Mm-hmm. If it was a situation where they were literally trying to upgrade, mm-hmm. that would be different. Yeah. The problem is if a woman, a woman actually have the option to upgrade and they do it. Guys have the option and they don't do it because mm-hmm. actually there's really no good reason why. Yeah, I was about to say they I don't just see it they why. just don't. They want they say they want they want the girl that every guy like it's it's really weird because I've never understood it. it it's really hard to even try to explain because I'm not stupid. Um <laughs> and my brain works, so I don't really understand it. But it's really like that's not a situation. I've never, I have never seen a guy who has dated a woman who was largely considered trash, and then the next woman they dated was fucking amazing. Not that I can think of. But you think it's because they don't want? They don't choose to. Yeah, they yeah. choose. They stay in the same realm of women they're looking for because they want the women that every other nigga wants, and yeah, that's the problem. Point. Is that the yeah, there are women like that, but then it's like yeah, but. Like, and also, I think also it speaks to this. They also know a woman is usually okay. If a woman at that point, Sierra's dealt dealt with you know these different dudes. Mm-hmm. At some point, she's ready to have a mature, steady relationship and look towards what she wants for her future, and that's when she's ready for that. Mm-hmm. The problem is that a lot of guys aren't ready for that. So even if they date a trash woman, they're not going to upgrade to the woman that's going to be better than that because they also know that that's going to come with the expectation that you are going to be better mm. and you're going to say, okay, well, now that I'm with this better woman, mm-hmm. let me get to this better standard. Mm-hmm. And that's not part of their equation. They're mm-hmm. not They're not looking for that. They're not looking for to settle down because if they were, then they would do it, but they don't. They yeah. don't. But in a situation like a Sierra, she was ready to settle down. Mm-hmm. She found a, a man who was ready for what she was ready for and treated her the way she deserved. She felt she deserved to be treated, mm-hmm. and so it worked. It worked out. But yeah. in the case of men, most nine times out of ten, they're not looking for. And a lot of times, they are when they. Mo, I'll say this: most guys don't get to that point until they feel like their options are limited. Damn, that's unfortunate, <laughs> but it's true. They it get to a sense. point where they feel like, all right. Or they've already accomplished all of the conquests they felt like they wanted to accomplish yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, you know what? I ain't sold my royal oats, so to speak, all the, mm-hmm. enough times. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to settle down. Or for a lot of guys, and we're talking about regular niggas now, they have that one girl who's always been around mm-hmm. who they kind of kept waiting mm-hmm. for them to figure their shit out while they out here being mm-hmm. a whore. And they tired and probably winding th- down with her. And he's like, oh, well, you know what? Now I'm going to go home and be a faithful man mm-hmm. now. I've, I've done enough. Damn. And it's, it's, but so, but also we live in, a, it's funny because it's, it, the funniest thing to me is always crazy because 
there are guys who go be on the internet talking about men don't have safe spaces and all this other stuff. And I'm like, you do realize this is a patriarchal world, right? This world was built as a safe space for y'all. But it feels like now they want to make it sound like this whole world is built upon catering to women. And I'm just like, um, <laughs> what world you live in? Because last I checked, this world was built around y'all. And y'all created the standards of what the expectation was, what you know, what y'all was supposed to do. Like you talked about, I think you saw supposed to about dudes wanting women to, you know, submit to them when they don't really have the financial stability to, to warrant that. Yes, and people was discussing that. <coughs> financial, the financial aspect is just one aspect. It's like people get to that and they like, oh, y'all some gold diggers. But if you want a woman that is going to be submissive to you, it's multiple factors. And you can't lack in other areas and then just use one specific area to try to get all this submission. You get what I'm saying? Especially if even that area is limited. For example, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. I dated a guy who wasn't really like emotional like that. And that's fine. Okay, that's your thing, whatever. I know what's wrong with you, but you don't want to discuss it. You don't want to go that deep. Cool, whatever. The way that you express how you feel about people is through financial shit, monetary shit. All right. Fine, but you want me to be a certain way, and the main thing that you're bringing to the table is monetary shit. If I don't have access to none of the other shit, nothing emotional, nothing mental, nothing spiritual, I'm gonna need for you to come with more financial shit. <laughs> if you want that type of submission from me, from me in particular, because I'm the type of woman I want access to all that shit. You know, I want us to be. I want you to be my best friend. Shit, I want to come home and tell you how my day went. Even though you don't, you probably don't give a shit. If you sit there and listen and you engage a little bit, that's gonna enrich me. <laughs> <laughs> I need all the emotional, mental, and spiritual shit and the financial shit. But if you ain't got none of those other factors, all you got is financial, nigga. You better be a fucking millionaire for the shit that you asking me for. You get what I'm saying? I get, I get it because because people we want we don't want to be in a situation where we're not feeling completely fulfilled, fulfilled right. and, and that's anybody. That's even children. That's a dog. Shit, if I'm not giving my dog everything she needs, she gonna run the fuck away. I, I agree with that. I <laughs> you think, know, I think like a lot of guys they they miss the memo, and what I mean by that is. The, Guys complain that they're only judged by what they can provide, mm-hmm. but they also keep forgetting that men created that standard. Men lead with that shit. I say that. Men all the created time. that standard. They yes. established that. They established that they're the providers and stuff like that. And it's like women didn't make it that rule. No. Y'all did. Yes. Y'all made that standard, and 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 women and everybody in society just acquiesced to it. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. This is the standard that's been the way forever. Mm-hmm. Now. It's, but then my thing is this: guys complain about having to be providers, but then complain to women. The women don't need them for money. Like it, it can't be. You can't have it both. You can't complain about what, having to be provided, but then if a woman has her own, now you complain that she's an independent woman. She don't need you for that. All of this shit is about control. Oh like, no, for sure. Even when we go back to what we first talked about, it's all about control. The reason why they don't, the real reason why they don't like the fact that Sierra got Russell, is because they put Sierra in a box when she started fucking with Future. Mm-hmm. Now, bitch, you out this box. I don't like it. <laughs> oh no! You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh no! It's always been about control. It, 
Now they want to tell Russell, your wife ain't worth all this. You doing all this. You it's need funny because I, um, I, I was, um, I've I talked about here a couple of times about, which personally I, I felt this way and I'm, I'm sure people still don't agree. I personally think there's been like a, a targeted smear campaign against Jada Pinkett Smith. And the issue is this. And what it really boils down to is that people can't, and even, whether it's men and even some women, because women are women do uphold patriarchal shit. They do because mm-hmm. they've been conditioned to believe that shit's right. Mm-hmm. The, the idea that a woman was able to have a, a, a extramarital situation, which which people always seem to ignore the fact that they both were messing around with other people, and they said they weren't together at the time. They were they were separated, mm-hmm. but everybody ignores that part because mm-hmm. the only thing they focus on is that she had a situation and it got out. And mind you, it wasn't her fault. The dude went out there being a chatty caddy. Like, that was him. So it wasn't her fault. The dude couldn't keep his mouth shut. The only difference was Will's situations kept their mouth shut and hers didn't. And so now that we know about it, it's the idea that he as a man is accepting of the fact that his wife did whatever she did Mm -hmm. and he's okay with it. Mm -hmm. And they just can't help it because we we literally live in a society where a lot of us have been, a lot of women for sure, especially in the black community, have been taught that men are going to cheat. Mm-hmm. They just are. It's an mm-hmm. expectation. Mm-hmm. There are women that's be like, just don't make me stu- look stupid. Mm-hmm. They know you're going to cheat. Mm-hmm. Like, it's ingrained in you to cheat. And then, like, no, it's not ingrained. It's taught to them that it's, you, it's okay sure. to cheat yeah. if you're a man, because you're a lot, because this man is built, this world is built to benefit you. Mm-hmm. So you can do what the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I, we had a conversation actually about Easter or some shit. We was at my dad's house. Mm-hmm. And we was talking about this type of shit. And my stepmom was like, so Kenny, you've never cheated? I said, no. Huh. She's like, I don't believe. I'm like, no, I'm dead serious. I've never. And my sister was like, if I believe anybody's never cheated, I believe Kenny. Because my thing is this. For one, I've been cheated on. That shit don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Second thing. If I'm in a situation where I, if I am tempted to step outside my relationship, one of two things even happen. Either me and my partner need to talk because something's missing, or me and my partner need to talk because we need to end in, in the situation. Mm-hmm. There's no reason if I'm getting what I need from my partner in every way that I should be looking. Because that's just like, if I'm working a job where I'm completely happy, I'm going to be satisfied. I could, and somebody is, and I'm looking at, I'm like, oh, you know, that job looks cool, but I don't know what the atmosphere is there. I don't know if I'm going to be happy there. All I know Mm -hmm. is, hey, that it's a little, you know, it looks okay, but I don't know if I'm ever going to be happy. I know I'm happy here. It's about the risk and the benefits. Right. It's like, why would I take that risk of risking Mm -hmm. what I have just for something that may not even make me happy mm-hmm. because it's that one moment of, oh, shit, I got that one thing I wanted, but it's like, okay, now what? Mm-hmm. I remember when I was a kid, I, my, my dad would take me to Toys R Us, and I remember every time I would get a new toy, I would play with it for a minute, mm-hmm. and within, like, an hour, I was tired of it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it wore off, and that's how I view it when guys decide they want to step outside the relationship is because, oh, shoot, it's a new toy. It's not... Because something's missing in my relationship, mm-hmm. it's, oh, shit, it's a new toy. Uh, I think with that, it's really testosterone that's fucking y'all up. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I feel like it is because, I don't know, I'm real big on biology and history. I know we live in a world where people 
create new terms and new roles and all this other stuff. But you can't argue with biology. You can't argue with the way that nature has set things up. And testosterone makes y'all do some shit. <laughs> it just does. Y'all need that thrill, that thrill of like the hunt. And I think that's where that type of cheating comes from when you really got something good at home, but you see this other thing and it's like the thrill of chasing it is what clicks in your mind. You don't really care about shit else because you're not thinking with that part of your brain. You're thinking with testosterone only and you're getting the thrill out of the chase. Then once that shit in, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know but what see, I mean? But see, my my thing. Even when you get to the oh fuck moment, they still keep doing it, and that's the thing that drives me crazy. It's like you did it; it's like all right, whatever. But now, once they find out that they can't do it, once they get gonna away, they're going keep doing exactly. it. And it's like, and it's like uh, they're gonna keep feeding that. But demon. I feel like, like I don't know, and I guess cause I'm I'm I, I'm different that way because it's like for me, it's like look, I've had every, like most men and everybody goes through their whole phase. I've definitely yeah. had one. Everybody mm-hmm. goes through a whole phase. It is yeah. what it is. But even then, it was like, I'm not committed to nobody, so it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, well, I'm just out here doing what I'm going to do because it is what it is. Once I decide I'm committed to a person, I, I'm not about to, like, that takes way too much effort and time mm-hmm. and and just, it takes a part of who you are to invest into one person to say, you are my person. It's just, and so from once I decided that's a per- that person is my person, I just, it's just certain things I'm not willing, there's certain um, things I'm not willing to do to break their trust or hurt them. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't. Also, I think a lot of the parts has to do with the fact that a lot of men don't know how to deal with their emotions. And so because they don't know how to deal with their emotions or they were taught to ignore their emotions. Or suppress them. Or suppress them. Mm -hmm. It comes out in those other ways of them expressing in that way. Absolutely. and a lot of times, like, um, I listen to the Kendrick's album, and he has a song in there called Father Time. Yes. And it's, it's, it's literally about all of the toxic shit that we were taught yes. as boys by our fathers. Mm-hmm. Don't be weak. Don't show emotion. Yeah. Don't cry. All these other things. Mm-hmm. And it it stunts your growth mm-hmm. when you start being getting older and start having trying Oof. to have emotional relationships. But none of that, but it don't commute because you don't know how to deal with you it. You don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. I consider myself lucky that I had a balance because my dad, while yes, he was very hard nosed, my father still had a heart. And I could, and that was like, I, it's funny because when I listen to that song, I think about it. Every time I talk to my dad, I tell him I love him. I've never questioned, there are men who have never had their father tell them they love them. Father been in their life the entire life and still has never told them because somehow that's some that's an emo, that's a weakness or a it's, mo- soft. it's 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 soft and I'm like mm-hmm. my father is the most it, like I, most people were afraid of my father when I tell you adults were afraid of my father <laughs> my mom said when they were dating her side of her family was terrified they thought my dad was the meanest nigga in the world but that's good though. but that's just <laughs> who he like people. My, he my has friends, worse. my friend, yes, my you friends know? were terrified of my dad. Mm-hmm. But my dad, when it, it's funny, I, I tell you what I'm telling. You, when it came to my mom, even with my stepmom, my dad is a punk. <laughs> Same thing with my sister. You didn't he, tell me that. My dad is a sucker. Yeah. Like we wake up, be at home, wake up, and then he just bought my mom flowers. Just cut. When it came to my mom, he was a sucker. 
even the last like my mom when she lost her vision mm-hmm. my, my first of all, my dad is always complaining about crab legs he says too much work I shouldn't have to work that hard for food that's always been his thing I feel like I remember you telling me that right and, yeah and so my mom you know she, she always, we always had crab legs nice he mm-hmm. never partake uh-huh. and so one night I go over there and he up there in the kitchen cracking the crab legs and taking the meat out for her and that's like ah she got your ass Aww. and I was like see so sweet, but when it, like I said when it came to my mom and even with my stepmom my dad yeah. is a sucker yeah so it, and even for him, that's being, a skill to be able to balance. Oh yeah, for that, sure. That masculinity, but also that gentleness. Yeah, because when it came to my my sister, yeah. my dad would play with her, her and her friends, and they had a whole fucking water fight in our house one time. He flipped like it was in in the house, mind you, <laughs> in the fucking house. Okay, just to tell you how he could switch. He had a water fight in my sister in their house. He went in her room, flipped her matches up, messed her room up. They went to his room, flipped his matches up. When he chased them outside, he runs to the garage. He comes out with a chainsaw and chases on brother friends. They all terrified. Like, this is how he switched. Like, he can do soft shit with my sister and the next thing, tear him terrified my brother's friends. My dad didn't, like, but that's my thing. My dad is always, even, even with my dad, you know, my mom, for the most part, up until my mom got sick, like, mm-hmm. she worked too. Yeah. And then once she, she didn't become a housewife until she couldn't work anymore. And even with that, my dad, you know, like, my dad still, my dad did grocery shopping. He's still clean. Like, it wasn't a situation where my mom only did everything. It was like, mm-hmm. even when my dad working, he still cleaned. He still grocery shop. He did yard work. My father did all. Like, it was never a thing where, oh, you do this and I do that. No, mm-hmm. we're, we do this together. And mm-hmm. that's just how my family was. Yeah. So, and we must sister, when siblings talk about those times, like, a lot of people don't. I think because of that, I've never, can, like, subscribed to standard gender roles because I'm yeah. like, it's not really that, like, Shit, I cook better than most women or men I know. Like, it's not... Most people I know can't cook better than me, except for maybe yeah. one or two people. You be like, cooking your ass off. <laughs> <laughs> you too. Like, and I'm way better than I was before. Like, it is ridiculous. <laughs> I've, I've got a lot better. <laughs> um, but it's funny, because, yeah, it's just... But it's like, I find... It's fun to me. It, it's mm. another way for me to be creative. Mm. And so I find new ways. I was, I was telling my dad earlier when I was... I was like, yo, I made I made these burgers a couple weeks ago, and I grinded the meat and everything, and I, I made the buns from scratch. He's like, man, you be cooking your ass off because I ain't Excuse never making no damn. You grinded the meat. I, yeah, I, I had a chuck roll because what happened was I had a Kroger had to buy one get one free for chuck rolls, <laughs> and so I made one of the roasts in my crock pot a few weeks before. So you have so, a meat grinder? Yes, some uh, yeah, I, I got a meat grinder. Can yes, I have a meat grinder. <laughs> when I tell you, I have no more room for appliances. <laughs> Because I just be having shit. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, I, I grinded the meat up myself. Um, I made the buns myself. That's like the third time I made the buns. This is the best best batch I made. Like, it came out perfect. I made this burger sauce. That was Bro. from scratch. This shit was amazing. Like, when I tell you this might have been the best burger I've ever had in my fucking life. Do you <laughs> have, like, hens in the back or some shit? No, you going no, to get no, eggs? No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not that, I'm not that far Are yet. Are you but, churning butter? <laughs> what is going on got, here? Got that, we ain't got that far yet. But shit, I, <laughs> look, I'm just saying, like, I'm the same person that made ramen from scratch a couple years ago just because it was something I wanted to try when, when COVID first hit. I was like, you know what? And because I've been thinking about it, but ramen takes a long time to make, like, authentic ramen. Takes it's like a two three day process because the the broth alone takes eight hours. These are the things I do. Okay. Okay, I'm not judging. (laughs) I'm just tired listening to it. Like, damn, (laughs) homemade broth. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's fun. It's fun. All right. It's fun. I mean, look. Um, but yeah, it's just 
So I've never grew up in, I didn't grow up in a family where like normal gender roles were just like, the expectation. Even with my father being quote unquote the breadwinner, yeah. he still like my mom was a career woman, but she couldn't be. So it yeah. wasn't a situation. And then once she wasn't, you know, my dad still did stuff, helped around the house and stuff like that. Like, you know, as what it is, my mom still made sure my dad, you know, ate, like she made sure he ate no matter what. Like that mm-hmm. was, you know, that was, you know, whatever. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it wasn't nothing for, you know, my dad to do stuff and stuff like that. And it wasn't never any like shock to us. Yeah. And so for me, I just, I think the idea that a lot of guys just aren't, don't have that emotional intelligence to hold on, like, to really maintain a relationship, to understand. They always say women are too emotional. It's like, well, part of it is that they end up becoming more emotional because you don't hear them. Mm-hmm. And so now they're 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 expressing even more emotion to try to get through to you, mm-hmm. which makes it even more frustrating. So now it's like, it's like <sighs> you're challenging each other. Now you tell them why <laughs> it's like two opposing forces just not computing. Polar opposites at this Absolutely. point. Absolutely. And I'm noticing that um, when it comes to compromising, men want women to do it first. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) You know? And that's very, very ego-driven. And I've said before, ego does not belong in a household. Keep that shit in the streets. Keep that shit at your job. Take that shit to Quicken. (laughs) Don't keep it... Within these walls, because it's not productive in a household. It doesn't produce anything when you're egotistical in your household. But a lot of men don't realize that if you would just compromise, if you would start the compromising, because that's what it is, you're starting it. You're not going to be the only one compromising, but you're starting it. If you would start it, just 10%. You ain't even got to do the full 50. Just do 10. Because really, with most women, all we need to do is see something. And we'll be like, oh, okay. And then you'll see all this other stuff pour out of us. But men be like, oh, mm-mm. She need to do idea. this. Yeah, because it's the idea. It's like whoever blinks first loses. <laughs> That's really oh how they look at it. They look like, like no, because if I go first, then I lose the advantage. It's, it's really just like a power dynamic. It's, okay. it's the idea that, oh, shit, if I blink first, if I give in first, or if I acquiesce first, I lose the advantage. And it's like, nigga, this is not a game of chess, dog. It's y'all, y'all are two human fucking beings with emotions and real life. This is life. Like, this is life. It's not, not the game of life. It's just no, life. This is actual life. Like, but it's this idea that, no, but if I do it, then what? And also, it's a fear. And a lot of guys want to admit to it. A lot of guys are just, because guys are not emotionally intelligent, they don't know how to deal with hurt. They are afraid of even feeling the potential of getting hurt. Because a lot of guys are afraid if they do acquiesce or open up to a woman on some level and it and he gets because yes, there are situations where it may come back to haunt them. And 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 not, and not it's like I'll say this, they have a fear of that. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure of course we've all seen women who have used things that men have told them. That's and, a human fear though. Oh, oh very much very That's much not it a is. Masculine but they, they type always fear. think it's just them though. They don't understand that that fear is not exclusive to men. They think Yo, y'all ain't afraid of getting hurt. No, everybody's afraid of getting hurt. Mm-hmm. That's literally everyone's fear. No mm-hmm. one wants to. No one wants to invest time and effort in their emotions and their heart into a person, and for it to get broken. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to do that. Mm-hmm. Everybody fears that, but because men don't know how to deal with that, or they don't know how to handle it, they don't know how to cope with it. Is it's it's like an extra. It's like ten times worse in their head. Yeah. 
because they don't know they don't know how to process it. It's like, oh yeah. shit. They don't know how to deal with the fallout at if all. It, if it does happen. Yeah, it's like, oh shit, well, what do I do now? And what happens instead is they when they when it does happen or it or out of fear is like, well shit, I'm just gonna I'm gonna just be sad I'm gonna be more of a savage. And it's like, yeah, but is that really productive? Like it, it don't get you nowhere. It don't like exactly. It don't. Get it don't. You it don't help nobody. It doesn't solve the problem. <coughs> it doesn't make the problem better. All you're exactly. doing is really running away from dealing with it. Exactly. And eventually, it's gonna still be there because exactly. what's gonna happen is if you don't deal with it, and then when you actually get to a point where you may meet the woman who is you really want to do like open up to, you st- you haven't dealt with your shit yet, mm-hmm. and you could potentially miss out on that because you haven't dealt with your shit because it's gonna come on the way mm-hmm. in a, in, a, in a situation where she may not be ready to handle it because yeah, it's been no. building up for so long, <laughs> and now all of a sudden she feel like you're taking it on her, yeah, and she didn't do shit but and but but uh, or but put onions in your something and you was mad and you all of a sudden you lost your mind. <laughs> exactly. It's like, like something simple as hell. Like you know I don't like pepperoni. Wait, what? Yeah, huh? this shit is touching on like everything that I just kind of dealt with. This is funny. <laughs> but this is why I asked man like what is it that you want? Like you have to con- even though emotions aren't black and white it's complex. But some things you have to kind of look at Black and white, like the overall goal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If your goal as a man is to be married with kids in a household, okay, that's what you want. What will you have to do to get to that? It's like they don't want to look at that. Oh, I want this. Everybody's saying they want that. But what are you trying to do to actually get to that point? So a problem, so an issue with... this goes on. This goes back to the idea of patriarchy in general. Is that this? Yeah, it's funny because a lot of men, and you talked about being submit, men wanting submission and things like that. A lot of guys want women who act like their grandmother did in the nineteen fifties or sixties, without understanding that your grandma didn't have a choice because. She didn't have the right to say no or go away or leave because what was she going to do? She didn't have the right to get a job in certain situations or anything else. So she was at the behest of her husband. Even if her husband had whole other families on the other side of town or you had siblings from another woman in your same school, it didn't matter because she just compartmentalized because she had no choice. Mm-hmm. What was she going to do? Nobody was going to hear her. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you get... You get. It's just I don't I, I don't think they really understand like uh, the problem with a lot of men in that era and even now is that because you didn't have to be a good person you just had to be a, a person who could provide. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter if you were a terrible motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter, mm-hmm. matter if you had the most trash personality in the world. Mm-hmm. If you could provide. You probably would end up with a wife, Absolutely. and unfortunately, she had As no a black say. Man, so. Yes, for sure, especially, and she had <laughs> no had no say or no no other recourse other than to act, to deal with whatever shit you brought home, which is the whole idea of, well, you're gonna cheat anyway, so might as well just deal with it. It's fine as mm-hmm. long as he don't. And it's like, I was watching, um, I was watching uh, Gerard Car- on Carmichael's last comedy special, mm. and. He talked about it. Like, mm-hmm. when he's talking about who he's mm-hmm. named after, he's talking about, like, yeah. yeah, my dad, you know, that he's... That was a deep special. Dude, when I tell you, like... even it especially was still funny as hell. Oh, yeah, it was, <laughs> but, like, I... I, like, I... 
it it just did it, it fucked me up when he was talking about his situation. The, the, his mom, that I was yeah. like, dog, I couldn't even. Yeah. But the, when he was talking about like, yo, like they named me after these two my my two grandparents, and you know, one, one day my mom is you know my one my my mom's dad, you know he had three kids with his wife and they had, you know, three or four kids outside or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then my 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 dad and dad's dad, you know, he you know, he had you know five kids in his marriage and they had twenty three kids outside mm-hmm. of it. And my dad's one of the twenty three. And it's like yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. And it's just this idea that they would just go out here and just spread and do what they want to do. And it's like my it's just crazy to me. But that's that's the thing. They were allowed to just be able to do and exist. Like I always tell people and this, especially when people like, like men want to quite a question how that society isn't geared towards women. I'm like, you live in a society where a wife beater is acceptable garment name. Mm. We just accept that as normal. We do. That's fucked up. That we actually accept the term wife beater as an appropriate name for a garment that you wear. And Damn. y'all think that this society is somehow catered to women. Damn. <laughs> Spousal abuse was not even made illegal until the 90s. <laughs> There are still certain states where you can still do it legally. This shit heavy. But I don't know. People don't like whenever somebody tell me, "Oh, yo, this the women." I'm like, "Do you understand how much this society is geared towards y'all niggas?" Bro, I got so many damn responses in my head right now. This shit is crazy. <laughs> wow. First off, I think it's important that we revisit what you said about you know. I think that was like the 50s, the 60s, that era, uh, the wife and the husband. It's important that we look at that and understand that we are glorifying one of our lowest points. Very much so. You get what I'm saying? Like, you glorifying a woman that is probably not aware of herself and how she feels and what she thinks and if she is she's pushing it all to the back you're glorifying a man that obviously has some type of trauma and he's taking it out on numerous women by just giving babies to all the bitches (laughs) and doing his main woman like trash why do we want to go back to that not to mention a lot of those women Never had the experience, the opportunity to uh, experience life. They got married at 16, 17 years Absolutely, old. Absolutely, because like, they're looking for resources. Right. Like you said, exactly. if you they had were, resources, you were a they husband. They were raised to, to, to find a husband. Absolutely. They were taught to cook and clean and take care of their yes. siblings in preparation to find a husband. Mm-hmm. That was what they were raised to Because we were do. in survival mode. That's survival mode. Whenever you're out here looking for somebody that can take care of you, that's survival mode. And that's what that is. And so it's just it's just the idea that okay, well, men are the breadwinners. Women can't really do anything for themselves, so go figure it out. But then, now that women are in this position where they can you know support themselves and take care of themselves, that's why a lot of guys lose their mind because now they actually have to be decent people. They have they, to step up as they well. They have to step up and be different, decent yes. people, and not they can't just rust on the laws and say, oh shit, I got money. Yeah, but so should, so does she. What else you bring? What, what else you got, nigga? It's flip flop. Oh, yeah. So what happened was the men had the money. <laughs> And they didn't have to bring shit else. (laughs) They didn't have to really love you like that. Not really show no interest in you for real. As long as you got clothes on your back, food on the table, um, four walls, you good. We now have the ability to have all of those things on our own. It's flipped. Mm -hmm. So now we have the emotional capacity. We know who we are now. Mm -hmm. Because that that financial 
restraint is is gone now. Right. I don't really need to be in a situation where I got to suppress shit. I can be fully who I am. But men are still at this level where they just got the money. <laughs> yeah. Like, They're, when are you going to increase your emotional and your mental and your spiritual and bring all of that to the table? And I think a lot of it is that it just, it's, it's perpetuated by a lot of things, whether it's their, you know, people in their lives, society in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have somebody... Correcting you, you. Correcting you at some point or <laughs> mm-hmm. showing you a different thing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have my father. So yeah. for me, I had the example of a man who, yes, he was he was the man of the house. At the same time, the man in the house just didn't mean I'm only going to work to make to make the bread and you're going to y'all, everything else is on everybody. No. Mm-hmm. Ask I, your mama. It, yeah, that wasn't, <laughs> that's not my dad. Yeah. That was never my dad. Yeah. My dad was at every parent's She conference. Like, that's my father. That that's was good. like. He didn't. That was never That's a thing. That's rare, though. Ex- and exactly, it was an exception. That's why we all. You know, something I always tell people like we 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 had this conversation. We're like, our upbringing was like we look at our friends and other people like we cool. It was like we. A lot of people think we're abnormal, and it's like we we understand that a lot of people didn't have the same experience as us. Like my dad always said, he said his family were considered the spoiled kids. Means, but okay, <laughs> and it probably ain't even nothing to do with money. I know, but it's just I don't. But I, so I understand that there is a, a a certain level of like I was allowed to be emotional. I was, mm-hmm. I was allowed to cry and and do those things, and I wasn't mm-hmm. told like you know you're not allowed to do that. At the same time, you know, if I got in, like if I got in a fight, my dad was me, "Did you win? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, did you win? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like you still got to stand up for yourself." Mm-hmm. But at the same time. It didn't mean I couldn't express emotion. I couldn't, Absolutely. you know, like talk about. But my dad also challenged me to say, "You can't. You can express your emotion, but you can't use it as a crutch." Because mm. I remember when my grandmother passed, that was a really tough time for me, mm-hmm. and I didn't know I was the first real major loss at where I was old enough to really like understand. Yeah, and I didn't handle it well at all. It affected everything in my life. Wow, and. I ended up getting kicked out of cast because of it because I didn't wow. I wasn't going to school. I mean, well, I was going to school, but I wasn't really doing my work. I wasn't really mm-hmm. applying myself. Mm-hmm. And that was really rare because school came easy to me for the most part. Mm-hmm. So for me to not really be like doing what I needed to do in school was not a normal thing. Yeah. So, but it got to a point where I just couldn't, it just wasn't, in my mind, the most important person in my life was taken away from me and I didn't think it was fair. And I, I, I didn't know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it was just like, okay, well, well, fuck it. And I didn't care. So mm-hmm. I fell into doing other dumb shit and not really doing any doing school. And I get kicked out and I ended up going to my neighborhood high school and everything. And, you know, and it was years later, I was still, you know, there were still things that I was, you know, ways I was acting out that I wasn't doing what I need to do. My dad was like, because my dad was j- just as close, if not closer to my grandma than I was, as I was. This is your mom's mom? It is his mom. This is his mom. Oh, his mom. His, his mom. His actual and mother. he was close as hell to my grandma. Yeah, yeah. That's his. He was the baby boy. So, wow. like, he, my dad is the youngest boy, but he's the one that everybody comes to. They're the one that everybody, he's like the responsible one. He's the one that everybody comes to for help. He's the one that everybody, he supports everybody. That's my, always my dad. Mm-hmm. So, he was like, look, I, I totally understand. I, I, I get it, but you can't use you can't not that can't always be your excuse at some point you have to first of all you have to grieve mm-hmm. you have to allow yourself to do that mm-hmm. and at some point you have to deal with that because 
you're going to have losses and they're not going to yes, be easy. All types of losses. But at some point you have to you have to move forward because mm-hmm. that's what your grandma will want for you. Move forward properly. It's the, and and it's the same thing like even when my my mom passed like I probably didn't allow myself to grieve probably for 2 years, but it was not because I didn't know how it was mostly because I was so focused on everybody else. Mm. I had never seen my father that affected in my life. Mm. So I didn't know how to handle like, it. was like, my father's always been the strong one. Yeah. So I didn't know. I was, I had never seen him like that. Yeah. And between him, my siblings, my focus was on everybody else. So I never yeah. allowed myself a chance to really deal with it. So it took me a couple of years. Yeah. But I at least knew how to at once I decided, okay, it's time for me to really deal with this. But I at least knew how because I had developed that over time. Yeah, yeah. But I think having that influence is important. And if you don't have somebody in your life who's going to correct you mm-hmm. and say, yo, that's not right you're or doing, that's not okay. Yeah, you're doing or detrimental shit. You have to deal with your shit. Yes. It's not, you're, you're not going to know. And it's like, unfortunately, because if we leave it to, you know, our friends, niggas in the hood, whoever you around... Mm-hmm. They're not going to teach you that because no. most of them don't have the emotional intelligence to do that. And then they're not invested in you like that. At all. So Just, they don't, you know, they're not going to really be like, yo, yo, young man, yo, you know, you need to, you know, you need to probably handle that because mm-hmm. they're not really, they're not checking it like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a lost thing and a lot, and if you don't, and unless you do it yourself and mm-hmm. unfortunately the only, most times if you're going to do it yourself is because you went through something to a point where you had to, you had no choice but to yeah, figure it out. You had to face. You it. had to go through some trauma mm-hmm. to figure it out. So, it's a rough thing because society has taught men that they shouldn't be emotional, they shouldn't express mm-hmm. themselves, and you know they they shouldn't they shouldn't that anything. I put it this way: we live in a society. This society is has conditioned men to believe that anything feminine is bad, or it's soft, or it's terrible. If a if a guy wants to insult a guy a guy he says something feminine you a pussy or you this you this you that whatever the case may be, um, you a bitch all this and and whatever the case anything that's considered feminine mm-hmm. is an insult to men. I remember my cousin's husband and I, un, I unfriended him on Facebook for this reason actually it was annoying. Um, he hates LeBron James, which is fine. A lot of people for whatever reason most people that hate him don't have a really, really good reason, but it was fine. Whatever. It's, it's like Beyonce. So. It just doesn't really. They don't have a really good reason. They just don't like him. And I'm yeah. like, he didn't do mm-hmm. nothing, y'all. Mm-hmm. I was like, did he fuck your mama? Something like, I'm confused. Like, what is like y'all hate for him is a little much. Mm-hmm. My my one friend who's like, he beat my Pistons. That's a good reason. None of the other reasons I ever get is ever good. <laughs> he kept referring to him as LaBrenda. Damn. And I'm like. <laughs> Do you not understand why it's really weird that your insult to a grown ass man is to call him a woman? Mm. Like, and y'all think that's a, that y'all think that's that's okay. Like, you think that's a that makes sense. Oh lord! And it's like y'all never thought about how stupid that's like. Because basically, what you're saying is that the biggest, the, the worst thing a man can be is a is any type of feminine act or can be considered feminine on any level. And it's like. So emotions and things like that. Are oh, you acting like a bitch? Are oh, you mm-hmm. being a punk? Or all this other stuff. And it's like, um, y'all, like, women are demonized in our society as the same as black people are. It's just in different levels. And of course, black women is even worse because they're both. <laughs> so it's like, well, people don't like women, and they don't admit that shit. They don't. They don't like women because every time, even with the whole mandatory shit, these niggas. Ain't nobody. 
I don't even understand that. Every that quote situation. Every quote, every quote that comes out, oh shit, said that it was glass. I, do y'all even verify it? Shit, for example. I don't even know what happened with that. I don't even know why we keep talking about because, it. Because, of course, the case hasn't happened yet. But oh, what, okay. The case, this, this <laughs> happened two years ago, mind you. Ah. Yeah, I just know we've been talking about it because for a long Because the, the court case hasn't happened, but part of it is because court cases, especially when a celebrity get pushed back all the time. This is nothing new. Some cases when your celebrities get dragged out for years. This is nothing new. But everybody want to act like it's not like no, when it's I mean no, when your celebrities shit especially when you got shit you gotta do, you got shows and all kinds of shit going on. That's you true. ain't you ain't you not gonna stop your career for a court case. Yeah. So that's not gonna happen. That's just not what's it's going. But in this case, there are so many guys that just don't wanna believe that he did it because they just wanna believe him. And it's like, y'all don't even have a reason to. So everybody keep coming out with, like, oh, well, it was leaked. There was no residue. But that report came from his lawyer. Of course his lawyer gonna say that. <laughs> y'all niggas ain't, no judge said nothing because they ain't even no trial yet. Mm-hmm. Niggas was releasing shit before the, before the even the, the date was set. Mm-hmm. It's like, we ain't even started court yet. What are you even talking about? Mm-hmm. But because they just want so bad to believe that she is lying. And I don't know one way or any other she is. But the fact that y'all are so hell-bent against the idea that she's telling the truth, that y'all will believe anything. Any news come out. Somebody was posted, made some fake-ass little uh, post, and, hey, we made it look official. It's, it looked like it came from some official site. What the fuck is spiritual world? <laughs> what? That was a symbol on you. Like, what, I ain't never heard this site. Where, where, where is this cert- Where When did this site become reputable? Because I have never heard of it. But oh, hey, yo, man, we gonna run with it. But it's a prime example. If somebody don't like you, don't like you, they will believe anything. When uh, a few weeks ago, after the Rihanna GQ article came out, whatever it was, no, it was a uh, whatever article it was that she was in, and she was talking about her and Rocky. Next day, Rocky cheated, and it was one person that tweeted it, and the whole world ran with the story, and it was a lie. But because yeah. people don't like Rocky, look, they may have a reasons for not liking Rocky. But y'all, one person, it wasn't even a, a, a reputable person, it wasn't a person we might know. It was one person that tweeted it because people wanted to believe it, the whole world went with it. And it's like, y'all are really that stupid. Y'all just hear, y'all, it confirms whatever bias you already have, so you just run with it. And we live in a world where confirmation bias is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I already don't like this person, so if you're going to give me something that, that makes me, um, that justifies my hate for this person, mm-hmm. I'll eat that shit up. And that's really mm-hmm. what it boils down to. So you have, mm-hmm. and, when, and it's even worse when it comes to women. Mm-hmm. When the, when I talked about Jada Pinkett earlier, every, every, every since the whole situation with August happened, Jada says she didn't like, she literally, y'all take everything out of context and don't listen to what she said. Jada told what says she will don't certify her in bed. That is not what she said. What she said was, as your partner, you you assume that your partner would know what you like, but you still have to communicate just because you've been together for a long time does not mean you don't have to tell a part, your partner what you want. You can't assume they can read your fucking mind. That's literally what she said, but the headline said this, and everybody just ran with it instead of saying, hey, maybe I should go watch the clip. No, because they're stupid. Because it doesn't, it, as long as the headline fits whatever, and that's the reason why they know these people know how to get y'all attention. They know, they know what y'all, y'all, what y'all looking for. They know y'all don't like it, and if it has anything to do with bashing the black women, y'all gonna go for it too. They gonna feed it, yeah. And it's like, it's very much so. And it's like I, y'all make a career out of attacking women, and it don't make sense to me. And it's like, well, I feel like it's um. It's, and not even just in the black community. I think just 
the interaction with men and women throughout centuries. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a whole, like, condemnation, you know? Men don't like the emotional aspect of themselves. So a woman represents that. You know what I mean? So if they can paint this woman in the worst light in general, like women in general, then that'll kind of give them more fuel. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I I get it. I think it's definitely one of those things where it's like there's a certain, and I also feel like there's a fear, innate fear in men because when it comes to women, there is a tendency for them to be emotional in a way that you're not comfortable with in most cases. Yeah. Because the reality is that even if a man, there is a certain level, even though most men, a lot of men won't admit it, everybody, every human craves companionship on some level. Absolutely. So there is going to be a potential that if you meet the right woman, she's going to bring emotions out of you sure not you may not be ready to express or open up about and so that fear is like, oh shit, let me try to suppress this anyway. So if mm-hmm. I can ignore it by just fucking a bunch of other women and not worrying about it, I can I can break that connection. And it's like it's kind of productive as fuck. It doesn't make you any because I'm a firm believer that there is a, a mis- misconception that what makes you a man is the number of women you can bet or the amount of money you make. I'm a firm believer that what makes you a man is being able to be yourself and being fully aware of who you are on every fucking level. Mm-hmm. And being able to maintain positive relationships with the various people in your life, including Positive women. relationships. I want to touch on that. Because what I think being a man is, and maybe it don't matter because I'm a woman, but <laughs> what I always felt being a man is, is feeling a sense of protecting those around you. Mm-hmm. Men think, I'm about to beat this nigga ass. <laughs> when you say protection, they go straight That's to that. Enough. No. If I come home and I had a fucked up day, you going to have to figure out a way to protect me emotionally. Mm-hmm. If, like, say for instance, my mom, oh my God, my mom died last year. And <laughs> you'd be surprised how many niggas I had to just block. It's like, nigga, don't you, like, did you hear what I said? Like, my mother is dead. I had a nigga that was like, because he was into, like, business and stuff, entrepreneurship. And, I, you know, that's what I do. So he would ask me for tips and stuff. And I didn't mind that. Why are you calling me after my mom died asking me which way to file your taxes so you can get a Range Rover? What the fuck are you talking about? You know, just like men think emotional, just cut it completely out. But what you don't understand is, first of all, emotions is not just crying at fucking movies. And mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? Emotions are everything. An emo- anger is an emotion. Yes. Sadness is an emotion. Avoidance is an emotion. All of that shit is emotions. Y'all just glorify other emotions over the ones that y'all deem feminine. 
Yes. But you gotta have everything, especially if you're talking about you want a wife, you want kids. They niggas say that shit. It's a fucking fairy tale. <laughs> that's a fairy tale. You can't say that you want all that shit, but you gonna black out the one thing that's gonna keep you connected to all of it. And the crazy part about that is a lot of guys don't seem to understand because they they don't understand that that emotional intelligence, that emotion understanding, that emotion is not just important for you as a uh, as a husband, as a as a, uh, a partner. It also is a father mm-hmm. because whether you have boys or girls, you have to be able to like being uh, understanding and being able to deal with the, the various things your kid because mm-hmm. it, it it takes it takes a lot. And I don't have yes. any kids, and I know that. Yeah, like you 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 can't. You have to be uh, the one thing I always I can always appreciate about my dad is that when we were kids. You know, he talked to me. Like mm-hmm. even you know, look, we got I got spankies when I was a kid. After I got to a certain age, that stopped because yeah. my dad realized I'm getting older. I need to understand what my my son is thinking, what's yes. what's going on in his head. Absolutely. And it changed. Yes. It, it shifted from I, punishing him for not doing what I want him to do is okay. Why is he not doing what he absolutely? Because he understands what he should be doing. Mm-hmm. Why is this not happening? It's always a reason. And for a man who was raised by you know two parents from the south in Mississippi, he at some point realized I can't do it. This is not going to work. It's not effective. It's not effective. It's not going to benefit my child and his development mm-hmm. and his growth as a young man. Mm-hmm. And I have to change and I have mm-hmm. to adjust. Yes. And and that's the thing, shit. The fact, I have to tell you, the fact that so I, and this is probably one of the dumber things I did in high school. Okay. So, my friend, his name should remain, and we'll 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 protect his name. We'll say his name was, uh, Frederico. Oops. Okay, can we call him Rob? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I knew a Rob, and I don't want to. Oh my him. god! Call him Frederico. Let's keep it short, damn. I just, I just, I just named Frederico was just funny. Oh my um, god! So, <laughs> so Frederico, <laughs> I was uh, so so whatever the case may be. So he decided to bring a BB gun to school, and it looked like a real gun, and he got it in yeah. through the metal detectors and everything. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why he did. What? So at this point in my my um, adolescence, we were skipping school a lot. Like we would leave early to skip class and just go. Uh, we had a friend who who never came to school. His mom and dad left in the morning, didn't come home until after, so he just never went to school. He would yeah. stay at home, and he lived around around a corner from the school. So a lot of times we would skip at his crib. We would skip to his place, making beats on his Casio keyboard. <laughs> just just see what he's do, <laughs> and so um. Just one friend who's, you know, one of our other friends, and he was kind of hit or miss because, like, you know, he was a he, he has ass whooped a lot. He just like, nigga was like, he's like, he was work, he worked out in high school and always got his ass whipped anyway. It didn't make no sense. Um, whatever the case may be, his he, he used to pick his sister up. His sister went to the school, his middle school around in, the, in our neighborhood. So one day we, so that day, me and you know Frederico decided to leave early. I'm, I'm gonna keep it's just funny to me. Oh. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's why I keep saying it. So um we decided to go meet him. We we knew he's gonna have to pick his, you know, pick her up at school. So we decided to go meet him there. Mm-hmm. While we were there, there's a kid who so this is a elementary and slash middle school. Okay. So there's a kid who is a friend who's friends with a kid from my neighborhood. 
Mm-hmm. Every time I see this kid in my neighborhood, he talks shit. But he's a kid, so I can't do anything to him. He's like eighth grade. I'm not gonna like fight the eighth grader, whatever. I don't care about it. So he's out. He came out to let the flag down in front of the school. I asked to let me see the BB gun. I'm gonna go scare him. So I walk up to him. Let me talk to you for a minute and show it to him. He runs in the school. We 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 dip. Run full speed. Get to the bus. Catch the bus home. Maybe 35, 45 minutes, if that, depending on how long it took us, right? I walk in my parents' house. Side door, I walk in. I look to my left. My mom's standing there. What the fuck did you do? What, wait, what, 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 what are you talking about, man? I understand. I understand. Um. <laughs> Don't stumble. Don't stumble. <laughs> your father is out looking. Your dad is out looking for you right now. I'm sorry. What? What? Wait. What? what, what look at me, though. What did I do? What's going on? We got cut grass. Because Ken got a gun. So <laughs> that's what Apparently, what saying. happened was <laughs> the boy went to school and told the principal because mm-hmm. the principal knows that we who are like he, they've seen us around the school because of our friend. They know who he is, so they called the school. Our school, mm-hmm. the girl in the office just happened to know who we were. Mm-hmm. And so when they described us, she knew. Mm-hmm. They told the principal. Principal called my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad was asleep. He got woke the fuck up. What? My son? Jumped mm-hmm. the fuck out of bed and hopped in the car with my dumb ass. Absolutely. And so. <laughs> Can't get a gun. <laughs> when my dad gets home, mm-hmm. I am clearly terrified mm-hmm. that I'm about to die. As you should be. He didn't touch me. Which made me more terrified, and mm-hmm. I slept with one eye open for at least two weeks. I ended up, I almost got kicked out of school. Wow. Because per the student code of conduct, any type of gun will get you expelled. Mm-hmm. I came, we, my parents, we had a, a meet with the principal. First thing the principal tells me, boy, do you understand how lucky you are that you have both your parents with you? You know how I many kids I, I meet that don't have that at all? Mm-hmm. So then he forces me to read the 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 air section of the student code of conduct that I violated. And I read it and he said, "You also understand how many kids can't read what you just read? You have you have an, you have way too many things going for you to be doing dumb shit like this." And so I got off with like lunch like trash duty in the lunchroom for like a month and whatever. Mm-hmm. My dad don't you think it was my dad made my friend bring him the BB gun? Um, so there was that. But yeah, the fact that my father did not touch me, <laughs> given the dumb shit, he would have been completely justified if he had knocked me the fuck out. <clears throat> didn't, didn't, he didn't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and so that's the thing. If there are a lot of situations where that wouldn't have been the case, mm-hmm. but the fact that he was able to say, you know what? That's not going to ch- do anything. He's not mm-hmm. going to learn anything just this, from me hitting. Like, it's not going to. This requires more than this that. This requires a lot more than that because mm-hmm. he knew he's a lesson he needs to learn here. Absolutely. And he he did that. So it's just that <laughs> thing where it's like there's a a lot of people that just don't. I. They don't get that. And it's it's because you said when it comes to being a man, like protection is beautiful. Like my thing is this. Well, protection. I agree. Protection does not, like I said, a lot of guys don't understand protection does not mean you protecting me from a fight. Mm-hmm. You protecting me from getting hurt. There's one in the fridge. Oh, 
Um, protection doesn't mean, you know, hey, I got into it with so-and-so. I want you to do something about it. Or that's not what protection is. Protection is protect my... Like, people say protect my peace. That's really what it means. Like, yes. when I come here, I should feel a cocoon around me of, like, you are good. Absolutely. Whatever happened out there, <clears throat> you are good. Absolutely. When you walk in this room or this house or this apartment or whatever the fuck it is... Mm-hmm. You are good here. You mm-hmm. feel safe here. You're protected here. You don't have to worry about any of that shit that happened out there. Mm-hmm. You could have had the worst day of your life when you came out there. Mm-hmm. Once you come here, you are good. Yes. And a lot of guys don't, I don't think they understand how important that is because they only think and they think about material things. They think yes. about things like that. And they don't think about what it when it comes to, okay, a woman just feeling safe. And a, a mm-hmm. woman feels safe does not mean her just being financially stable. Yes. Safe they, means I can talk to you about anything. Safe means when I'm feeling depressed, you are invested in how I'm feeling. You instead of just saying, oh, she's just being emotional. Exactly. Instead of walking away and creating distance. I had a thought when you was talking about like understanding what needs to be done in certain situations. And I think, um, I hate to say this, but I feel like a lot of our problems do stem from slavery. Oh, no, it's definitely there. You get what I'm saying? And we don't talk about that enough. I feel like, why do we struggle? I can't speak for other races, but why do we in particular struggle with dealing with emotional shit? And I think that shit was probably so fucking traumatizing that people in general, men and black men and black women, we probably just Anytime. put emotional shit oh, no, on yeah. the back burner Compart- for I would say years. This, you for know? sure, you, for centuries, just shit. to survive. Oh yeah, for sure. You can't you can't be in that circumstance and not compartmentalize. Yes, because reality is you could die tomorrow, Absolutely. and you can't. You got to be on your P's and Q. You got to make sure you not not pissing off your man. All that. Uh-huh. So yes, in those situations, you had to compartmentalize, and so the idea <laughs> that it, but it's the it's the it's the idea that black people in general, are just so strong. It's the same thing. It perpetuates, even to this day, it, it perpetuates the medical field where black women are considered, oh, black women take, they, they are less susceptible to pain and things like that because there's this idea that black people are somehow stronger or they can withstand more because they've been put through more. And it's like, that's not how that works. We're still human. We're still, we still bleed when you cut us and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's this idea that y'all are, you know, y'all don't, y'all are not, you know, y'all are you're not the same. It's not the same. It's like, mm-hmm. and it's just, it, it can, it can still, you can get compart, you compartmentalize the same trauma for so long mm-hmm. or, and it just becomes a way you deal with things. Absolutely. And, and that's why I don't like, but the, and so it become it, it works two ways. Mm-hmm. So for men, men just held everything in mm-hmm. women dealt with their own trauma while also taking on the trauma that men weren't dealing with. Mm-hmm. And so that's when you get trauma bonding mm-hmm. and all and all these other things where black women have always been the backbone for our community because they take on everything mm-hmm. and they take on all the shit that the black men are not dealing with mm-hmm. on top of being black and women mm-hmm. and not being considered in the most cases. Mm-hmm. So now I have all these things. I had to do my own uh, disadvantages and also my own shit just being a black woman in the world and also I had to deal with the fact that my the men in my in my my black men are being targeted in all these different ways. And so now I have to deal with the trauma that they deal with yes. on top of that. Yes. And unfortunately what's happened is that black men rather than 
at some point learning to deal with their trauma, they use the women as a crutch. So it's this expectation. Like when you hear people saying, oh shit, Kanye, you need a black woman. Why do you always want to put, you want a black woman to save every black man? They can't, like that's not their job. Yes, they if they're if they're in your life, they will definitely support you. Black women support a lot of people, mm-hmm. sometimes not to, to a fault, but they do. Mm-hmm. But it's also because they that's their they they feel like they're expected to in a lot of ways too. Mm-hmm. Um and so sometimes there's not a lot of discernment in there mm-hmm. in that, oh shit, I probably shouldn't like in the in that Kendrick song, like you probably you still supporting his music. Like, yeah, that's a lot of black women still do, because it's this idea that I'm gonna support this black man. It's like, yeah, but some people are terrible. Some people don't deserve support. And some people have, you know, whatever, and not get it. It's also that nurturing thing of being a woman, too, that comes into this. I was just about well. to say, we get it double. Yes. Because <clears throat> we have that innately, but then we also have it culturally. Mm-hmm. Big Mama is protecting, you know, she's oh, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and the Big Mama. She protects everybody's support. Mm-hmm. Shit, if I think about my family, my dad's side of the family, I mean, really, after my grandma passed, everybody scattered. She was the glue. Everybody scattered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We used to, we was, we, my dad's side of the family was close knit. We had, we got together a lot when I was a kid. My grandma passed away. I don't think I saw most of them. I think I saw, it was about four years. My open house is when I saw some of them. When I graduated high school. My grandma passed when I started high school. Like, and even since then, I haven't seen them that often. Like, they're trying to, like, my, my some of my cousins and, like, the younger generation are trying to, like, rebuild like do stuff and like stuff like that now but it was when we were kids like you know we were joined at the fucking hip and you know uh, do we, you know you know i just kind of went their own way so you hear that so much though in our community oh yeah for sure and like if you really think about that like how how lonely does that have to be you know as a grandmother because mm-hmm. she hold all of us together who hold her together exactly It's that same mentality. And we deal with we deal with the same thing when we're dating. Oh, very but, much so. Because it becomes an expectation because that's what they know. It's like, yeah, it was like, yeah, it's like the woman is supposed to protect and, and nurture and all this other stuff and support her partner. But then who's doing it for her? Mm-hmm. And that reciprocation is not always given. Mm-hmm. Like my example, like I, I, always, I always say I'm lucky. Because my example of a relationship with my mom and dad. Mind you, my mom and dad's relationship wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. So my mom and dad go through a lot of shit. Yeah. But the one thing I always saw them go through was they always get through shit. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't stay married for thirty some odd years without doing that. Yeah. There's no there's no such thing as a perfect relationship. There's mm-hmm. no su- such thing as a relationship where there's no arguments. Because if there is, that means y'all ain't just some shit y'all ain't addressing. Yeah. Y'all lying. Yeah. Um, my dad told me a long time ago, a relationship ends when either both or one person decide they don't want to put forth the effort. That's it. Because no one person can carry a relationship. And I, so that's a lesson I had to learn. Because there have been plenty of times where I tried to carry a relationship by myself. Mm-hmm. And you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you can't consider, you can't put forth effort and keep and continue to put forth and try to carry a relationship. That relationship is not 75, 25 or, mm-hmm. or 80, 20 or any of that shit. You have to, that effort has to be reciprocated. Yeah. And it and, has to be genuine. Yes. That's another thing. People joke about how I be blocking people. <laughs> Niggas in particular. Well, I would imagine. (laughs) But, I mean, after you go through, like, a failed marriage, a rough marriage, you kind of know what it is. Right. You know what I mean? And 
I can't work with somebody who don't even really see an issue with his behavior. Because that's the start of it all. <laughs> if you don't even see a problem, how can we address the problem? How can we solve the problem? If you don't, if you don't see nothing wrong with what you're doing, you blocked. I'm sorry. I don't have the time or the patience. I don't have the peace to spare for that type of shit. Mm-hmm. See, I'm big. Like I'm big on any relationship. I'm big on communication. That is a huge thing to me because at the end of the day, like I had, um, so I was dating this girl a few years ago, and I still don't know what happened. Um, you don't know what happened with y'all. Yeah. So um. we started, and it we started dating. Things going cool, and then what I learned is, so the first time this happened. It was like a couple days, like a day or two, where I didn't hear from her. What happened? Apparently, she ended up <laughs> in the hospital. From what I right didn't know because mm-hmm. I never found. I didn't know. I'm I'm born. I'm like I'm concerned because I'm like, what the fuck is going on? How she, long y'all been dating at this point? I think it was a few months at that point. And she ended up in the hospital. Yes, okay. and it was some. And she was. And she didn't tell you. Didn't tell me until after she got out. It was like a, two days later, right? Okay. So I'm all right. Cool. <clears throat> So then, also, this is, it was a lot. Like, it was one thing I remember she was, so she had two kids, which is fine. I don't, I'm, that, that's never an issue with me. But the one thing I think we had a conversation, because, like, she made decent money. Well, of course, she has two kids. I get mm-hmm. it. Um, at the same time, I remember uh, us talking about her financial situation. And we was going through all her bills. And she was like, you know, I basically pay like what I make and I'm like that don't make no sense because I know where you live where is all this money going and so I remember I was looking at her like some of her she was telling me what she was paying cell phone bills and stuff like that I was like why is your bill so high like why are you paying for that, that, and, that? and I'm like you got three tablets and all this other stuff and like why did you get a Wi-Fi one I'm confused why are you paying for it okay I guess the, the- and this is how many months here this was a couple. This was a few months in, but it was just a random conversation. Because she, what happened was she was complaining about she was broke. That's what happened. It started. Okay. It started with her complaining about she ain't got yeah. the money to pay something, yeah. and then it went into that. That's okay. how it started. Okay. So that's how it started. I've never once started a conversation with money. So anytime so that's, that's any, the tone. anybody <laughs> has ever brought up money to me, it has been it has never been initiated by me. Okay. I do not talk about money. Okay. I've never talked about money because it's not a thing to me. Like. I've I've never been it's never been a concern of me of spending money on a like if I'm dating you, that's not a thing. It's like, oh, well, like a lot of guys go, Oh my god, dude, if you date like first of all, that's like if you're courting someone, you wanna spend time with them, you wanna do nice things for them. And it don't necessarily have to be spending a bunch of money, but it could be y'all going out like you might want to go out. Okay, cool. That costs money. So what? Like, I don't understand why dudes always... And dudes also keep track of things like that. And I'm like, dude, I've never thought about... If I, if I literally <laughs> try to think about all the money I've spent on, like, women I've dated, I'd lose my fucking mind. But why would I ever do that? That makes Men me zero. who rely on that shit oh, no, for track sure. of it. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And it's like... Like my, I said in the what, beginning. <laughs> what money that I make uh, does not... I tell you, I said, look, I, it, I would much rather a person like me for who I am mm-hmm. Versus what I have, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I could lose what I have tomorrow. But I'm I mean, still going to be. Look at who you are. Look at how you were raised. Oh, oh, very much so. Oh, very much so. Like I, 
I, all I, men don't have that. Oh, well, that's true too. So they use that shit as a crutch. Yeah, also, but it's also because society told them that that's okay, and it's like, oh, well, no, you a man, so what you could provide is important. It's like, yeah, but, but I could still like it's not like I said, it still takes. Like I know dudes that are that you know everybody don't. Some people figure it out, some people don't, and it's one of those things where. It's just not a lot of dudes to figure out, and mm-hmm. it's not enough of them. Mm-hmm. And, but they still want, they still. That's why they hate the idea of they 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 just they despise feminism. They despise independent women because mm-hmm. they feel like I'm like y'all y'all feel like your finances is the only thing you have to offer. And so if a woman don't need you for that, then you don't know what to do. Yeah, you don't that's, have nothing. That's the problem because mm-hmm. you haven't figured out that hey. If she want you, nigga, that don't mean she wants your pocketbook all the time. Maybe she just wants your dumb ass. And if you figured that out, you wouldn't be in this problem, no, would you? Hmm. But like, it's, yeah. So in her situation, it was just multiple times. And so what happens was every time she was going through something, she shut down. I might not hear from her for a couple of days because she stressed the fuck out. Whether it's financial, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. And she even told me. I just, whenever I'm, and I, I, I understand that part of it comes from her experience of dealing with people who probably weren't emotionally available. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't never get that support. Mm-hmm. And so I tried my best to try to offer that, mm-hmm. but I can't force her. Like if she's, that's just what she's programmed to do. And she would say she would try. Yeah. Never did. And it just got to a point where I can't, when I care about somebody, if I'm invested I can't be sitting here wondering if you okay because mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I, I'm gonna drive myself crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, because I'm, I, I, I actually have a genuine concern. If I care about you, like, yo, are you okay? What's mm-hmm. going on? Like, like, like. But if I don't know, and I'm just sitting here wondering because I haven't heard from you and I'm not getting responses or answering my phone, you know, answering my phone calls or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, at that point, it's nothing I could do. Yeah. So it's like. But then, you know, every once in a while you tell me, like, you still want to see me build something. It's like, yeah, but that takes effort. Yeah. And you can't tell me you want to do that and keep telling me the same thing, but then not putting forth no effort mm-hmm. to make that happen. Mm-hmm. My, my ex, who I was with from, so we met in 2014, the end of 2014. Mm-hmm. And, well, I was in New <laughs> When I started my job in new hire training, I was going through this entire, like, that. it was bad because one of my other new hire trainees with me, she was going through a, a bad situation with her, at her boyfriend at the time. So we kind of bonded over that. It, mm-hmm. it was it was funny. Um, she, my issue with her has always been effort because my thing is this. I'm always going to put my all into everything I do. Mm-hmm. That's just not, I don't have as anything that's never been me. It's never going to be me. Mm-hmm. So my situation with her was always been her lack of reciprocation of any level of effort to match or even come close to matching what I was putting forth. Mm-hmm. So never we didn't work out, whatever. We were off on for long for years and then finally cut it off. So then we got back in contact a couple of years ago. She had moved to Arizona by this point, whatever. And she was in a situation ship, whatever. That situation is ending. And so so she was coming here for her cousin's wedding like a month ago. And she had been kind of like hitting like like or trying to like hitting it was like dating again and stuff like that and like trying to like wait for it and stuff like that but it was like all right whatever because the one thing i told her i said given what we've been through you want to show me something because i can't i don't trust you Mm -hmm. so that was always my thing and so when she got here first of all 
she was not coming to see me. She was going for her cousin's wedding. Yeah, yeah. So it was never no like set plan of when we were going to see each other. Mm-hmm. The only thing I knew was I was picking her from the airport and taking her to get her rental car. That was it. Whether I was going, I told her, "Hey, your birthday's coming up, so set aside some time around that, so we, I, you know, I'll take you out." Whatever. That was the only thing. And I was like, towards like that was gonna be the following weekend. Mm-hmm. So then I think the next so day that day she said, "Hey, I'm gonna come over later on at night." Sorry, right, cool, whatever. She didn't. She she texted me saying she's gonna come over, and then she never showed up. I stayed up and I fell asleep with my car waiting. Right. The next morning, she called me like, "Yo, I got sick, something to that effect, whatever." I'm gonna come over. I said, "Well, you know it's Easter, right? Like, I'm a, I'm going to my dad's house at like four, so I'm baking right now. But you come, I mean, you can come over. But I just know, like, I'm not going. Because I, I say, hey, yo, if you want to come with me, you can, mm-hmm. I guess. But but if you're not feeling up to it, you know, whatever." She said, "Well, I'm gonna come over, and if you know, if I if I'm feeling up to it, by you know, okay, it's all right, cool, whatever." So she came over. And the whole time she wanted me to like cater her and stuff, and I'm like, you do realize I'm like I'm baking right now. I can't sit like, I, and also you came on unexpected. Like I wasn't planning on seeing you. I can't change my whole routine just because you over here. You want me to like switch everything around? It's not how it's gonna work. Also, like because you came over here when I told you I was baking, you chose to come over here. Like, I wasn't like, and that's fine. But she wanted me like baby here and stuff like that. And I'm like, ma'am, come now. We we I haven't seen you in how long? We not about to fall into this like nothing, nothing has ever happened with us. Like we just right back there is not that's not how it's gonna work. So then she was like, "Well, I'm gonna come over. I'm gonna come back over tonight. Just call me because she. Didn't. I'm like, well, I'm going to my family's house. Ain't no fucking telling when I'm gonna come back. Mm-hmm. So around ten o'clock, she texts me like, "Good night." Like she was mad. I'm like, I warned you <laughs> when I with my family. There is no like I didn't I didn't get home to one o'clock in the morning. Because we were sitting up, drinking, talking shit. That's just what me and my family do. So mm-hmm. there is no set time. This sounds like some rebound shit. It probably is. So so with that, with that being said. She feeling away emotionally. And so with that being said, she came. Um, so then the next night, she called me out of nowhere like, yo, um, so I wanna, I'm going to come over. I said, all right, well, I'm like, okay. She said, well, can you just come get me? Don't you have a rental car? Why, why do I have to come get you? Like, I have to work in the morning. I can't. I'm not about to. She said, well, well, no, but like, I'm going to leave the car with my mom or whatever. So she, I'm like, but what's the point? What did you get to run the car for? Me? I'm confused. So, and also, you an inkster. I'm not driving. Because then she's like, well, you can. I said, are you staying here? She's like, well, yeah. I said, well, okay. She's like, yeah, but you're going to take me back early in the morning. Ma'am, I'm not getting up. I don't get it. I sign on at 8 o'clock. I'm not getting up before 8 o'clock <laughs> to drive all the way to Inkster to have to come back here to go to work. Mm-mm. What is wrong with you? You want me to switch around my entire routine for you when this was not the plan. Mm-hmm. And it was it, it was a couple more instances like that where she was just trying to get me to switch my heart. I said, this is the problem. After all this time of whatever happened with us previously, you want me you wanted to go back to me catering to you and trying to win you. And I'm like, I've already already done all this. I don't think it has anything to do with but that. E- but even if that's not the case, this is what you're showing me, is you mm-hmm. want me to, to baby you and all this other stuff. I'm not doing that because I did it already. And when I did it before, it was not reciprocated. So you think mm-hmm. I'm about to do it again and I don't trust you? That's not how it happened. You have to earn my trust again. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get me to get, sit here and treat you like I did before when we were together because we're not there yet. Yeah. So... That was my thing, and of course that didn't, that didn't go the way she planned it. So of course I I think I don't I don't think I heard from her again 
I think I heard from her one time on her birthday, and that was it. I haven't heard from her since, actually. Which is fine to me, because I don't care. But it was just the irony of you coming here thinking, I'm just about to sit here and cater to you after all the stupid stuff that happened. Yeah. Like, you, also, not to mention, let's be clear, the dude that she was in a situation with shit is the dude she left me for. Yeah. So, it's like, eh, I don't mm, you think I feel she, sorry. She wanted, to, she wanted somebody to save her in that moment. I'm like, eh. That's all. It ain't so, got nothing to do with how she felt about you. And and, and that's and, that, <coughs> I, and, I, and that's why I was like, I'm not about to say and fully invest myself in this. Yeah. But just the idea that you felt like you was gonna get your way, and it's like, yeah, no, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh-uh, no. So, but it's just this idea that yo, you can't assume that somebody's gonna do things the way you want them to do it. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put forth some type of effort and match that energy. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I'm not about to sit here. Put myself out here for somebody who ain't putting forth the same effort as me. Like at some point, you gotta match it. Like yes, I can. Yes, as a man, I you know I'm going to if I want to pursue something with a woman, I'm going to pursue it. Absolutely. At some point, if that woman is interested, then I expect that she's going to reciprocate that as well. It can't just be a situation where I'm constantly chasing you because yeah. at some point, then I become Steve Urkel, and, I'm not, <laughs> and that I'm not taking 15 years to chase yeah. nobody yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's another situation that's similar to that that's happening now. But it's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I've talked about this before, but and this, I don't care. I don't really, I don't, I don't fucking care. All right, so this is the situation. So I've known this person for uh, better part of 15 years, right? So. Okay. So when we met, so this person's from, they're not from these, our area, so they're from another area. They go about 50 miles away, wherever it gets me to be. Okay. They're in Michigan, though. Yes, in okay. Michigan. Okay. So, we saw each other one time. She came to visit me when I was, when I was living in, like, Taylor a long time ago. Okay. Whatever, it's cool. And so, after that, we was, we still remained cool, but every time we would, like, there was always a suggestion that I, I would come see her or whatever thing, and she would always shoot it down. And I was like, it happened for years, and I never knew why. Right, even though she would always tell me she liked like whatever. So, I, so there was a point where I did pursue that. After a while, I stopped. Right, like, I'm not gonna keep chasing nobody. So I stopped. But we've remained cool for years. Mm-hmm. And so, also, the fact that she has MS. Okay. She had just got diagnosed when I met her. Okay. So of course, over the years, it's getting progressively worse. Mm. So now she's in a wheelchair. Okay. Damn. So she has two kids. She had her son. Her son was born when I was when I met her. Her son actually about to graduate now, but she has a daughter who she just had like two or three years ago. Okay. So a couple of years ago, because she so what happened is that seven years ago she moved to Georgia because the weather here was affecting her. Right. Mm-hmm. So two years ago she hit me up out of nowhere like on Messenger like yo I'm moving back in a couple of years. I'm like it was cool, good job, good job, whatever. I, my job is seeing her in fifteen years. So I don't care, whatever. So then one day, she called me on some like, yo, she just, you know, whatever. You know, I was talking to my cousin and cousin got sister, whoever it was. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm coming back to, you know, coming back home and, you know, I haven't been, you know, I've been single for a minute and I was just thinking like, if I was going to, you know, um, be in a relationship or anything, I was like, who would I be with or whatever? And that's cousin, she, this is the conversation with her cousin. And so I said, I'm, I didn't really ask this question. She was just like. 
you know, after I think about it, it's like, that person would be you. And I'm like, ha, ha, what, what? First of all, who said I was an option? And see, this is where my pettiness is going to come into play, so I'm going to warn you that now. <laughs> my first thought was, who the fuck said you were an option? Second, yeah, what am I going to do with you in the wheelchair? Like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what exactly <laughs> am I going to do? Damn. And, yeah, oh. like, that's not, like, this would be different if we was in a relationship uh. and if you ended up in there. That'd be different. But this is a situation where you already also, also, and this is where my ego comes in. Fuck makes you think I have better options, dog? I'm insulted now a little bit. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Like, who do you think I am? Like, but then she tells me also that part of the reason it was like the thing that sealed the deal is when I grew my hair out. And I'm like, nigga, get off my face, dog. I don't know she even saying that. I guess she has, like, I don't know. She's trying to do something. I have no idea. But I was just like, okay. And so <laughs> ever since then, she been like, it's literally been like Steve Urkel pressuring. Like she like tries to flirt with me every chance he gets. No, it's that's a, not Steve Urkel. That's um, what's that girl name? Elmira. My, yeah, it is Myra. <laughs> might, it is Myra. Yes, it's definitely Myra. Uh, except for Myra, actually, he actually called her his girlfriend at one point. That's, that's different. True. No, but she literally but she was crazy. Remember, she had no, she like was, a full Urkel She was room. definitely crazy. Yeah. But this is like when I tell you, she like she will go on my like my page and like a bunch of old pictures and stuff like that. It's really weird, and I've told her this, like yo, and so I try, like look, she is. We are friends technically, so mm-hmm. I don't want to be a jackass about it. Mm-hmm. So I've tried my best to like like yo, you need to chill, but she don't. Take that! Like she don't listen. Like in her mind, I'm a, I'm gonna get you, and I'm like, no, you're not, because you can't catch me anyway. But <laughs> listen. And then she'd be like, my wheelchair go five miles per hour. I say, yeah, but you got, I got, I can run on trees, and you can't get past them. And also, your enemy is stairs. <laughs> this is why you gotta learn. <laughs> I ain't said nothing here. I ain't told her though. To be fair. I said, nothing here. I ain't told her directly, to be she fair. She don't listen to this shit and be like, this nigga is going on me. No, she don't listen to my podcast, but I've told Aww. her. I've told her this, though, so it don't matter. <laughs> and even though, I, I've told her this multiple times. Um, But no. I, well, and so she even asked me at one point, she's like, is me being in a wheelchair a, a big thing for you, a factor? I said, well, yeah, duh. Because for one, you can't do none of this shit I like to do. I like to travel and do shit. You are you were anti-social before you got in that wheelchair. I'm around my family a lot. Mm-hmm. You don't like being around people like that. And also, again, you can't travel. You don't like to travel and you can't because you're MS. So what you what you want me to do? And I can't do nothing about that. So yes, if that would be a, that would definitely be a huge if, if for whatever reason I was decided to make that sacrifice that would be me sacrificing something that I enjoy doing for that and that's so yes that is a that would be a huge reason or factor in my decision if I was to ever even consider that yes of course it would and I'm like and she, I'm like why is you even why would you even think that wouldn't be a factor like it's a like 
it's no different. It's it's not the same, but it's the same. If a guy didn't want to date a woman with kids, it's the mm-hmm. same thing. It's part of the package. Yeah. I have to under, be aware of that and say, yo, am I willing to accept this as part of the package? Yeah, this is what it's it a is. responsibility. It's a responsibility. Of, yeah, right. So it comes with it. So, yeah. yes, I have to consider that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's like, yo, but it's just the idea. Oh, oh no. See, here's, this is the part that annoyed me. So I talked about how we hadn't seen each other in forever. So mm-hmm. what happened was, so the night she came to visit me, she I had agreed. She asked me if I could give her gas money. I said, yeah. She didn't leave till like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm not. So I told her, I said, look, I don't have no cash, but I'm, I was going to follow you to the gas station anyway because I'm not letting you go to the gas station by yourself at 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. She didn't like that idea. So rather than letting me go put gas in her car, she just left without me. So it wasn't my, that was not my choice because it wasn't like I said I don't have it. I just said I'm going to put it in your cart because I don't, first of all, I don't have cash on me. Also, I'm not letting a woman go to the gas station by seven, two o'clock in the morning, especially in an area she don't know nothing about. That's stupid. And I'm not doing that. So rather than just take it, she didn't like the, re, the way I was going to offer it. So she just left without it. Unbeknownst to me, she held a grudge against me for that for years, apparently. And so I asked her, I said, okay, so at your big age now, can you look back and think how flawed that logic was? Because it's not like I told you no. I just didn't give it to you the way you apparently wanted it, and that's the issue here? He's like, well, no, at that, I'm like, no, 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 no. Can you say at this point that you understand how flawed that logic was? Well, at the, no, I'm talking about <laughs> now. <laughs> the fact that you can't answer my questions Tells me all I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> this is stupid. So that was the reason why when I did the times that I was pursuing her for that, whoever that, that she would not. And so then she ended up in other, other relationships with other dudes. And I'm like, okay, that's when I stopped. Yeah. So the fact that that was the dumbass reason you had. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that you're shallow as reason for finally saying you want to be with me other than you deciding. Also, like, you're like, oh, well, I'm coming back home and I want to be with somebody. So I'm going to choose you. Nigga, I am not. I wasn't waiting for you. I'm not a Pokemon either. Oh, people that I do, choose you. No, nigga. They don't have like. Where is the emotional work? Like nobody is invested in that shit. They wanna. They rather take the long route. <laughs> you know, of like dealing with other people, and oh, I'm dealing with this person, and they don't have this, or they want me to be this, and I don't feel like doing that, so I'm gonna be with somebody else. It's, and then you double back. Why don't you just do the emotional work that you need to do? So that you can have the type of life that you want to have instead of trying to clean that shit up later on. Right. Like <laughs> that's what all this shit is. So, the funny, <laughs> so the funny part about this, so then like, was it last week? So I have a friend, Tasha, who I've known for years. You know, Tasha's mm-hmm. been cool for a long time, actually. That's actually so is actually so with the ex I was just telling you about, the one who came was from that lives in Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. So, and this is how I found out. So I knew about the dude that she ended up with because, so this is how the situation was. When I met her, I knew about two people. Her her dad's lawyer, who was her godfather, mm-hmm. and her dad's best friend, the guy I'm talking about. Apparently, he always, like, mind you, he's her dad's best friend, so he's older than her. He's known her since she was a teenager, which is weird, and it still works to this day. Right? So, she at some point told me that her dad had apparently a, 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 had planned on her eventually ending up with him. That's that's what she told me. 
apparently it was in his will that if you wanted to get the money I left for you, you had to marry him. Right. So, but she told Six shit. it's very much very much so. Her father was Dominican, I don't know, whatever. So she told me that so but she always told me she wasn't she wasn't interested in him. All right, whatever. He had two boys from a previous marriage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so at some point um, you know, we were not like we were kind of in between, like working on whatever. And so one day I'm at the so what happened was at some point I decided to be a good person because she needed insurance on her car and she couldn't get and it was gonna be high on her name because she had like she owes some stuff. So she needed to get on my uh, somebody else's insurance for like three months or so ready to go now. So I decided to put her on mine, no fault for no fault. Being stupid, right? I'm being nice, being whatever. <sighs> It raised my insurance rate by like two hundred something dollars, and rather than make her pay the entire amount, I just split it down the middle. It's like just give me my money, we're good. First month, all right, we're cool. Second month, I had to ask her about it. Third month, it's kind of weird. It's about a fourth month. We in a situation where she ain't got my money, and we oh she ain't got my money yet. So she tells me she gonna ask so and so. And so I'm getting calls from the insurance company. Mind you, this is my car. I had a car note, so of course I have to keep my insurance right. And I, mean, I could have paid it, but I'm like, the principal would be like, no, nigga, I want my money. So um, I ended up paying it, but I didn't tell her that. But I wanted my money. So I was like, yo, I need my money, right? So whatever the case may be, I'm at the grocery store one day. I'm, it's a Sunday. I'm at Kroger, and I get, and she calls me. She leaves, she's leaving church, and, she, and, some, and I'm like, and so I get a call. And so this is before I paid it. I got a call from the insurance company. I made a call saying, hey, your money is due tomorrow. Right, so I clicked back over and I said, "So when did you say you gonna have money?" And she's like, "Why you bring that up? I was in that good mood and you brought that up." And blah 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 blah. blah. Well, I brought it up because they just called me, so it's, I mean, it made me think to remind you. Blah, 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 blah. You could lose my number. And she hung up on me, right? So I'll wait, wait. Not lose my number. So then she called me back. I was like, <laughs> "Why you bring that up? I was in that good mood." I said, "I thought you told me to lose your money." Blah 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 blah. blah. Don't ever call me again. She hung up again. All right, cool. So I get home. Now, mind you, at this point, me and Tasha hadn't been in consistent contact. Me and Tasha have lost contact in different points. Oh, you know, whatever. Out of nowhere, just randomly, Tasha messages me on Facebook. And she's like... Are we using real names right now? Tasha knows what the situation is. Tasha don't care. <laughs> okay. Tasha don't care. Okay. Tasha's my friend. Like, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not protecting the enemy of anybody. She's this mm-hmm. my friend. I don't care about that. <clears throat> whatever the case may be. I always use name, real names on your side. It's up, unless... Somebody specifically asked me, like, if I'm telling this, like, from my, like, my friend Ash, when she does my show, she tells me to change names because of people she still know. But that's other than that, no. So she's like, yo, so what's going on with you, old girl? Because I think this is the only, I think it's probably the only girl I've ever posted, like, that I, like, claimed in a relationship on mm. my Facebook, like, ever, I mm. think, right? So Tasha was like, yo, so what's going on with you, old girl? Like, are y'all good? I said, it was random. I said, oh, I guess, I don't know what's up. She's like, well, because I saw something I could not tell you about. Okay. She's like, I saw a page that was old girls, and it said she was in a relationship with somebody. Okay. And my head, I already knew what I was going to say, right? So I said, who did it say she was in a relationship with? So she screenshotted the page and it said, in a relationship with so-and-so. 
And so she tells me the way this has happened is that she was going through a post that I had made that she had commented on. Well, both of them had commented on it. So when she was on the post, because it was something I commented that was funny, I can't remember what I was talking about. And she had commented, Tasha had commented on it, and so and so, the girl commented. So she had just happened to click on the girl's name. And on the girl's page, it had she had posted a picture and somebody, some dude that commented saying, I love this woman. She's like, Who's this guy? So I clicked on his page. It said he's in a relationship with so-and-so. So I clicked on the so-and-so page, it was her other page. Another Facebook page, yeah. You know, on this page, she was in a relationship with him. Wow. Since December. Mind you, it was like May, June at this point. Wow. It's like, oh, that's funny. Damn. So I text her. I said, oh, so you've been in a relationship with so-and-so since December? That's funny because you've been talking to me most of the entire time. It's kind of ironic. So she's like, why you got Why you on my page? I said, well, actually, it was something that might just happen across randomly, but that's not the point, actually. So that was that. Um... Yeah. And you still fed for her insurance? No, this, I mean, that was done at that point. I cut her off at the, right at the yeah. end. That was done. Um, so then I cut her off, and then months later, she tried to weasel her way back in a couple times. The first time, she tried to film me on, like, Facebook and follow me on Instagram. Second time, she tried to do it then. Then the third time, she tried to she tried to frame me on her, fun, her son's, her four-year-old son's Facebook page. I'm like, why are you friending me from his page? Well, you know, he misses you, blah, blah, blah. No, homie, this is just your way trying to talk to me. No, we're not doing that. Then I'm talking about, well, no, why? Are you, like, well, you know, I thought we could be cool again. I said, she's like, if it's about the insurance money, I can send you the money. I said, nigga, this is this not being about the money a long time ago. You, why are you, why you not, don't know what this is about? <laughs> the fuck? So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but with that being said, so when I was talking about Tosh, the reason that that made you think so, the the wheelchair person, um, <laughs> I call her she I, I call her Wheels, <laughs> or Professor or Professor Xavier, one or the other. I don't know. Okay, so what happened was I. I so Wheels hit me up. <laughs> you cannot keep calling her Wheels. Stop. I sure can. I sure can. If this is serious, you can't. Okay, so it, it's Are not. Are we trying to be serious or what? Wheels. So Wheels hit me up and she said. <laughs> 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 this part is not serious. It's hilarious. Okay. okay so what, what happened was she hit me up and she said, well, she was just talking random. It was like being very vague. She's like, well, you know, if you and your friend... Or trying to like re like rebuild something after you. I'm like, what are you talking? About? I was confused. So I'm like, huh? It's like, well, I don't know if you and your friend trying to build something or something or something like that. And I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? Yeah, what is she talking about? So then I'm like, I'm so confused. What are you talking about? She answered my question the first two times I asked her. So she's like, I don't know. Like, you do know those posts ain't private. I said, huh? So what happened was. I posted when I bought tickets to Doctor Strange. My friend put eye emojis like, yo, it's because she wanted to go. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I bought tickets anyways. I don't care who the fuck want to go. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It is whatever. Whoever, whoever want to go. I got two tickets anyway. So that's that was the first thing. And then Tasha posted something about she wanted to go, like, get ice cream or something. Now, that's funny. We, we did that, like, 10 years ago. It's like when I lived in Taylor, right, one time. Oh, that's funny. We did that in a long time. It was just, that was a comment. So she ran into all of that and apparently me and Tasha did. <laughs> I said, first of all, why the fuck are you on my page? 
like that. Second of all, nigga, what? <laughs> is that what you took from that? I actually hang out with my friends. I'm sorry. Oh, you're you. That's really stalkerish. I'm gonna need you to calm down. Yeah, she doing way too much. And so when I told Tasha, she's like, "Oh shit, she. I would I would do worse." I'm like, "Stop it, do that." <laughs> Feeding it. Because Tasha petty like that. So <laughs> like, all my friends are petty. Um, like yeah, I don't wanna know. So yeah, it's just like yo, you getting a little little out of control. Like it's a little. It's like like. I can, I could take the, I mean, sometimes you get out of control with the flirtation, but it is what it is. I, I've largely, I can largely ignore that. But when you start stalking my page and seeing who I'm commenting with, that's a, that's a lot too far though, because it's not that serious. I've never, I've been giving you no inclination that there's anything happening for you to be going that far. Yeah. And yeah, no. Like, I, you know, it's just not, it's not okay. Mm-mm. But no, like, I, people always think they're entitled to your time or your space or your attention. And like, yo, you have to earn that. Mm-hmm. There is a certain level of, yo, I, my time is very valuable. I don't just give it to everybody. And Absolutely. so if I'm willing to give it to you, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you don't just get it and think you deserve it because deserves ain't got shit to do with it. Well. Well, we know your time is valuable. I was about to say you be, getting, you be getting all time but you, like, you, mm-hmm. you get all type of time to go off on people. <laughs> and then and, and I then, reclaim that shit by blocking your ass. <laughs> I noticed that and I'm like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then I'm like and then it's like watching the story like trying to see okay Let's see, see if this one lasts, because I don't know. Child. I was watching it attentively. They, they come and go. Attentively. <laughs> I be tr- look. I'm a, I'm, look, I'm I, I I'm not nosy. I'm not. I just pay attention to certain things. <laughs> I don't be trying to pay attention to certain things. Certain things intrigue me. <laughs> it depends on who's involved with certain things. To be oh, fair, Lord. but certain. I don't know so for like I, I just be noticing things and I'll be like I, I, I noticed that but I didn't really put two and two together <laughs> but it makes sense now it makes a lot of sense um but yeah I'd be like oh the post person that person you post switch to begin oh another one bites the dust mm-hmm. I, I can't you know look I don't know what their malfunctions were <laughs> um, that's but, a good way know, of saying it I can't speak to that I just feel like if they're going to, and this is probably something they should know. I've known this for a long time. They should probably like, if you're going to step up to the plate with certain people, probably should like put your best foot forward and be able to like, for lack of a better phrase, knock it off the park, motherfucker. Like, I don't, well, you know, I mean, that's just a thought. It's all of our perspective. Well, no, yeah, but there's wrong perspectives. <laughs> well, hey, because um, their perspective, they, they felt they, like that was their best foot, and uh, but and that's the thing. That's also where discernment and being self-aware comes in, and that's also the problem with a lot of people. They're not self-aware. They're not because they don't. And also, I think also it plays into the fact that so many people allow the bare minimum that. These people don't really know how to gauge what's 
a good what's, your be, what's their best foot for because yes. their what they think is their best foot is what other people have accepted. Absolutely. And it's like so when you actually meet somebody who's like, yo, motherfucking no, this is what I need. This is yes. what's gonna take for you to get and maintain my attention. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it because as far as they're concerned, no, this is worked this, this long, so I'm going to keep doing it this way. It's like, yeah. But has it worked? <laughs> well, it's worked to the level that they understand. It hasn't worked, though. Well, you're right. Because it hasn't worked as a day. Yeah, and you're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's <laughs> so true. So how effective is all of that shit? Whether but, yeah, it was uh, something different or not. At e- the end of e- the day, it ended. Ego was, a hell of a, ego was a hell of a drug. <laughs> ego was a hell of a drug. Hey. And a lot of people can't get past. I'm not a dealer. I can't feed that oh, shit. Well, I, I, I mean, so, it's true. We hit that I, I get it. Let's see, figure that shit out. Oh. I get it. And this, look, it is one of those things where you can't. I can't, like I said, I try to, like I said, I, I said the best thing, I, the best gift I've ever had is being self-aware. I know who I am. Absolutely. I've known who I've, I've, I am for a very long time. Yes. And I know if I'm going to put my best foot forward, I, this is where my ego comes in. I know if I put my best foot forward, I'm crushing a lot of niggas' feet. But that's just me. <laughs> that is, and it's fine. Because of that self-awareness, though. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely... It goes along... It comes along... It comes in handy, for sure. And introspection and, like, being honest with your damn self. And also being able to... And not taking myself too seriously to the point where I'm not open to feedback Absolutely. of, okay, what can I correct? Because yes. I also understand that there may be things that I have done a certain way that may not work for the next person. Mm-hmm. But if I'm truly engaged in trying to like build with that person, I have to understand that there is going to be some compromise at some point. Absolutely. It doesn't and also the other thing is that people don't understand that compromise does not mean changing who you are. No, it doesn't. It means adjusting. Mm-hmm. There are certain things I look, I may not I'm not gonna be a change the fact that I'm a smart ass or I have a, a um I'm petty as hell or I talk shit. <laughs> I'm very aware of that. That also <laughs> means I can't I know I can't be in a relationship with somebody who who has really thin skin? Absolutely. I'm very aware of that. Yes, I I know that. Also know that I'm you know I was raised by very strong women, so I tend to be attracted to strong women. That's mm-hmm. just always been a thing. Mm-hmm. So because it's like, I know me. I know mm-hmm. I have a strong personality. Yeah. I don't want nobody. I, I feel like I can walk over. I don't. That is not. That's not appealing yeah. to me. A lot of guys look for that. I don't because it's like weird to me. I want a woman who I can who's on an even playing field. Yeah. If I talk shit, she gonna get right the fuck back with me. Yeah. You don't want somebody you can you have to walk on eggshells with. Yeah. It's not. It's not. I want to be able to be yeah. myself, mm-hmm. and, and I don't want to have to be able to like, oh shit, did I say something? But but even with that being said. Even if I say something in a way that she doesn't like or she, oh, yeah, I don't really like when you said that, or it made her feel a way, mm-hmm. if she tells me that, okay, cool, let me know. So now I can so I can adjust Absolutely. and say, okay, I that wasn't cool. She didn't like that. Because it, 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 the problem is that a lot of people are so focused. They focus so much on what I didn't intend it that way. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter how you intended it. It's mm-hmm. how they took it. How they took it. And, why, and if they took it that way, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what your intention was. Mm-hmm. That's how, how did it make them feel? What was yes. the end result? Absolutely. Okay? Because that was the end result. We need to fix it so it doesn't happen again. Absolutely. Because if you truly care about that person, that's what you're going to do. If you're focused on the end result, which is what these niggas quote unquote say they want. <laughs> Wife and kids in the household. But what do you really want? You want comfort. You want to be able to do whatever, say whatever, be whatever, and not have to be corrected. That's what you really want. Oh, very much so. You want that more than you want all that other shit you're talking about because you're not willing to budge on it at all. 
Oh, and that's the thing that people don't understand is that every relationship, the basis of any 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 good relationship, is you being able to compromise and not and not think that. Cause I, I always say this: it's the same as like guys think, oh, guys, I'm I'm the leader of the household, the leader of the household, leader of the household. I tell people all the time, and I've been a leader for a very long time in my career. Mm-hmm. Being a good leader is not telling everybody what to do. Mm-hmm. Being a good leader. Is being able to be able to keep people moving in the right direction as a as a unit. So mm-hmm. that means if we if one person falls off the ship, we pull that person back and let's keep going. Mm-hmm. We all move. We all determine what we we know what direction we go and let's get there. Mm-hmm. That's how you lead in business and everything else. Mm-hmm. A leader doesn't go in a room and say, "Yo, this is my idea. We doing it this way." Mm-hmm. That's not a leader. No, it's a fucking dictator. Yes, a leader can go in a room and say, "Okay, this is the goal. This is what we're working to. How are we gonna get there?" Yes. All right, we figure out how we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. All right, hey, you slack it a little bit. Let's come on. Let's come on. Let me help you back. Let's go. Absolutely. We pull you up. We don't, it's not, we, we get there as a unit. We get there as a team. We, we work together and the, the leader keeps that on track. Mm-hmm. The leader is not just telling y'all what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the, the I have that, that issue with some of the people, my peers, and I'd be like, nigga, y'all don't know how to lead. And that's why y'all teams don't listen to y'all. Why y'all, te- why y'all people come to me all the time? Well, it's about how you were raised. I mean, look at how you were raised. You you had that example. Your father did what was necessary. He didn't do what he wanted. He did what was necessary. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what you do as a leader. That's how you build that leadership skill. You do what is necessary. Right, but right. men are so rigid nowadays. They just want to, oh, I just make the money. Okay, what happens when you don't make the money? You just gonna be sitting there? Or are you gonna take care of the kids? Right. Are you gonna do something? <laughs> uh, it's funny, my sister. You only want to lead in a certain way. My sister, and I don't know if I don't know what the situation is now, but she was dating this guy. So the guy she did before him was very. He wasn't really big on spending time. Like it was a big thing. He wasn't like quality. It wasn't like if they saw each other last week, he'd be like, "I just saw you last week," and like kind of that's how he was. Right? It was weird. Mm-hmm. He spent most of his days, if he wasn't at work, playing video games, and that was his thing. And he, mm-hmm. he also made music, so whatever. Okay. So, he, you know, that was kind of their situation. Like, they, I, I remember, it, like, he just would complain, like, if we, oh, we, we, I just told you last week, we could, like, uh, type of thing. And she said, even if they got together, if he came to visit, his idea, don't spend the time together with him, bringing his game with him, playing it to 8 o'clock, and then him watching a movie, you know, like, saying, hey, let's watch a movie together, and then they fall asleep. That was kind of, like, that was how, it, like, that's how the days would go, right? So when she stopped, when she stopped messing with him, she started dealing with this dude, this other dude. Now the other guy, this new guy, was younger than her, by about three or four years, right? But she had known the guy for a while, but she didn't know he was interested in her. And then you know they worked together, so she finally like, like gave him because he randomly asked her out, or whatever. So she's mm-hmm. like kind of surprised, like okay, whatever. And so when and going from the other guy, this guy was extra clingy, and so it was weird because she didn't know how to handle it at first. Mm-hmm. So at first she kind of like okay this is a little too much so she kind of put him like kind of held him off for a while. The other dude popped back up saying hey you know I, I I lost a good thing I'm gonna try to fix it and then he did went back to the same bullshit so she and she gave the other dude another chance the 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 clingy dude. So got used to it but then it got to a point where and I mean when I say he has a house she has her apartment they work together mm-hmm. they work the same shift so. They, they would do seven days at her place, seven days at his place. They get up, they go to work together, and then they go home together. <laughs> when they get to work, he would 
call her like five minutes after you got there and try to be on the phone with her the whole day. Like, super clingy, right? God damn. But then want her to be a traditional woman when they got home and want her to cook and do all this other stuff. But then she's like, but won't wash a dish, won't go buy buy a fucking grocery, won't do nothing. Like, nigga, I just came from the same place as you. Why the fuck you think I got energy to do all this shit? What you doing? <laughs> and it's like, um, my nigga, mm. my nigga, my nigga, dog. It's a, so if, anyone, if they go too long without seeing each other, like, I think at that point she was kind of like trying to put him on a timeout, like, yo, let's just, you know, you go your place, I'm going to go my place. And then, you know, he, he she had him come over for dinner one time or whatever. And she's like, I was, you know, it was better for me. And she said, she said she got a text one day, like, I just feel like something's off. And I'm like, I said, yeah, because we like together every fucking day, nigga. What the fuck is wrong with you? And it's like, that's just his, like, it's his thing. It's weird. But the whole thing was like, nigga, she's like, I'm not a traditional woman. I have no problem doing stuff. But if you, like, you going to contribute, like, you're not going to just think I'm going to come here, cook clean, and do everything by myself. Oh and you're God. not going to do a damn thing because you're not paying a bill around here. Well, so, that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about limited funds and unlimited submission. That shit is crazy like, to you me. Gonna, you think I'm doing all that stuff, but you ain't doing that. anything. You ain't bought a grocery. You ain't paying a motherfucking bill. I don't understand that shit. They want to live a life that they're not really capable of living, for real. Or not willing to. They're not willing to give. That's weird They want to they wanna receive all these perks and benefits of being with the woman and all the things that she can quote-unquote do for them, but they don't want to give anything and in, in to get that. That's just what it is. I just don't. It's like, it's like going into a business deal and not offering anything but trying to get, like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to do shit, but I want you to pay me a million dollars. Nigga, that's not how this works. That's exactly what it's like. Like, who would want that shit? <laughs> Like, nigga, you ain't offering me a Why is that appealing? But then Why have the nerve to ask a woman what they bring to the table. Nigga, what? Oh, my God. I don't... I can't even talk about that Like, my shit. nigga. Like, what? That's a mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> that gotta be a mental illness. It gotta be. It need to be diagnosed. Like, I'm just... I'd I be confused when I hear about these things. I'd be like, this is shit. Like, I, it's rough out here for me, but I damn, the shit y'all be dealing with is ridiculous. My issue mostly is... What is my issue, actually? Don't get me started on my shit. I mean, you're... I mean... <laughs> may, maybe you're just a little too demanding, just say. Really, can Maybe you're just too demanding. <laughs> really? Really? I don't yeah. think so. But then I don't again, think so either. But see, but see I, you've... I'll say this. No, I don't think any... Like, You've always been you, so I don't understand. Like, I don't... That's why I don't understand about this last guy I was dating. Like, we've been Facebook friends legit for years. And we went to school together. What part of me made you feel like the shit was going to go how you thought it was going to go? Because (laughs) a lot of people don't think Facebook is real. Okay, but I'm like... You know my personality. They don't really. They know, like, they know it from a, like a certain distance. They don't know, like, it's different because a lot of people. It'd be different if I was just like quiet and like well, we reserved on Facebook, but I'm not. We, we know. I'm quite we, the opposite. Very, so why are very you? Much so. you, you, you <laughs> why be, are you expecting? You be scaring the minions. You be scaring the minions. <laughs> I don't like, scare men. You be scaring the minions. I scare men. You be scaring. Them. <laughs> 
You'd be like, damn. Mirror. Hey, look at this. Oh TV. my god. This is you. This is you. <laughs> this is you and all your bullshit. Well, See? <laughs> yeah, you be you be you be you be intimidating them. You intimidating them. Why you be why you did that? Why you did that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we just talked about doing the opposite. I mean, their ass. Look, I, yeah, I look. At some point, you gotta face your shit. Oh no, for sure. Like, I, I tell. Or myself. don't say you want shit out of life. Just be good where you at and w- what you got. Don't tell me you want something more for yourself and you still on the same bullshit. Don't bring that shit to me. Bring it. Take it to somebody else. <laughs> I'm not talk interested a, in that shit. Talk to a therapist, nigga. Somebody, you know, I am not know. your therapist, nigga. I keep it real with myself. I know what my issues are. So people who don't keep it real with themselves and they don't know what their issues are, but they want to tell you about your shit, that's... Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally understand. You done I, live with yourself all these years. If also, you a fucking millennial, you done live with yourself for at least 30 years. You know how to tell me about my shit within two months, but you can't tell me shit about your, your drama? Because, because nobody... Nobody challenged because again, ego is a motherfucker, and a lot of people, a lot of especially men, they they feel like, yo, I've survived this long because they feel like just existing as a man is enough, and because society is built upon, nobody's ever told them different, and nobody's ever said, yo, you probably should be more than that. Existing, it's funny. So. Existing in a man in society is the same. It's, I was like, it's, it's just like existing as a man. Well, even as a black man, there is still a privilege of being a man. Yeah. It's just there was a male privilege, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. There are still black men who don't believe that because they only focus on the black part of it, not the fact that there is intersectionality and you are still a man. Mm-hmm. So you still have some type of advantage over women. Mm-hmm. It's not going to ever change because mm-hmm. this world was built for men. We, everything we do is done through the male gaze, which is the reason why every time something is deemed a certain way, it's deemed as, oh, it's feminine or it's gay or it's this, is that, because that's what men think. Yes. Everything is built off of what men think. Men are the ones that determine these things. Men are the ones that use women as sex symbols and ads mm-hmm. and to sell certain products and things like that. Mm-hmm. There is no reason why I have naked women to sell me a burger. <laughs> but again... This is what men want to see. Mm-hmm. So that's what they show you. Mm-hmm. And they don't seem to understand that, yes, everything is built towards football is the number one sport. All they do is hit each other violently. <laughs> that's something that men like. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. Like, it's just, those are, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's just the idea that men don't seem to understand that. They still think, well, you know, we cater to women too much. I'm like, in what world God y'all damn. talking about? Like, it's like I said, y'all wow. like a little bit too. Like, oh shoot, women get a little bit, and they're like, oh no, it's too much. Oh no, man, no, they got too much, man. I know we got them two percent, but that's too much, dog. It's too much. That's too much. Pull it back. Pull it back. Okay, but <laughs> you know what that feels like, and men don't like to hear this shit because I've heard, and when I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, that, yep, that's right. Um, and I think you said it earlier. Black men are. <laughs> the white people the white men, yeah, of white, the black community. Yes, very much so. <laughs> they're, very, they're very much so. What does that sound like? That sounds like white people talking about black people. Oh no, black black men, the black community in general, 
upholds white male supremacy just as much as white people yes. do. Because they're conditioned to think that the shit's okay. Yes. Um, even just the whole idea of like there was um it was um it was some post on social media, there's a bunch of, it was like a, a thousand men with a bunch of like wearing suits walking around and they weren't even doing nothing for no reason. And like some of them, what are they trying to do? They marching for a reason. You listen to like, no, we just doing this to show off, to show men can be looked at this way. So you mean respect respectability colleges? So so apparently, if I wear a suit, they're gonna respect me more. No, nigga, you still a nigga, as far as they're concerned. They don't change nothing. You telling me you wore a suit don't mean was nothing. Was this recent? Yes, it was. I think. A bunch of niggas <laughs> just walking around in DC with a bunch of fucking suits yes. on. Somebody called that shit the. Uh... Million high value man merch. <laughs> I, was like, like, I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> even just the old idea. Look, when we talk about, like, we talked about Kevin's on my last episode, but like, look, even the old idea that a man is telling a woman her value is based on whether she has a ki- kids, her weight, uh, how old she is, all these things. Like, why are you all putting a value on a human subjective. fucking being? It's subjective. It's some shit you created in your head. Man, also, that's one thing that men need to learn how to do. Stop. Like finding these niggas and making them fucking cultural messiahs but it really, and but, following them. But it's shit. what it is. They're the bunch of dudes that literally feel like this society is, is somehow shifting away from focusing solely on them. And so any opportunity to and what does back, that sound like? It sound it's it uh, sounds uh, like uh, white people. Oh no, it definitely is because they say that shit all the time. Exactly. It should, the whole reason <laughs> the whole replacement theory that white kid did uh was following when he did that fucking mass shooting is the same thing. Like the whole idea that oh no they're taking a we're they're getting a little leeway we don't like it what so yeah it's this whole idea so anytime there's a woman opportunity to That's bash why I say that shit is a mental disease very much you so. look at that shit you look at white people doing that shit they do but you not, don't see that what you're doing is the same they don't recognize that which is the reason why they they no they, introspection at all no at all and it's like okay so what you're telling me is yo I'm gonna and this opportunity that is is to bash a woman. Y'all probably hear me like slapping the table and shit because I'm mad. <laughs> it's, look, it, I, look, I'm sorry. Look, they they hear me on here. Look, I am. I I literally rant on um, like I'm sure there's a lot of men that probably that do if they do listen to this bucket, they're not like me. I'm guaranteed. Yeah, probably like, it's funny. Off. It's funny because like it was like it was it, it just seemed like over the last two months it's just a bunch of nigga on male podcasts and they all been trash niggas just smashing <laughs> women and I'm just like. Nigga, y'all giving niggas a bad name. I don't even want to record the episode because I'm... Well, worth- you know what? You should do... Um, not to say that, you know, I'm the best candidate, but you should do somebody like me. <laughs> and, like, somebody like what you just said. Have us all on the podcast. I don't know. So, here's the thing. I have to find somebody trash? I'm, I don't know I'm if sure I... am sure you know I somebody. I don't know. I, I don't associate with trash people. You know at least one person. I you may not be close to him, but you. I know don't him. even know who I would, cause I literally un. I, I'm. I, you know how you block people? I block trash people. So I honestly don't. If I <laughs> well, see a trash that take, list. I have to go. Cause I literally unfriend. <laughs> I just unfriended somebody the other day. I can't remember what the reason was. It was something stupid. Um, I unfriended cousins because stupid shit. Yeah. Cause like, put this way, guys. This is a, this is how you know dumb guys are stupid. If you're a guy and you defend women, you're a simp. Mm-hmm. If you're a guy and you you just defend members of the LGBTQ, you might be gay. Mm-hmm. So apparently, you can only be gay or a simp if you defend women and members of the LGBTQ. You can't just say, hey, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. 
Because if that's the case, that's just like saying if I defend black people, then I'm wearing my right. Like, that's stupid. Like, it don't make no sense. So, I, I, I'm, it's confusing as fuck. To it's a distorted the, view of manhood. And it's like, yo, bro, nobody's trying to take your, your, like, your place. Like, nobody wants your place. They just want to be able to say, look, I'm looked at as a fucking human like you. Mm-hmm. Just like you should want to be looked at as a human, but apparently, it's, it's, if it's at the, at the sacrifice of you being able to control something, no, mm-hmm. oh, we can't have that, bro. Mm-hmm. Can't have that, man. Mm-hmm. Can't do that, bro, because I'm, <laughs> no, nah, man, because you know, if you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile, and you know, I don't really know if I'm a, I don't really know if I'm a like that, so I'm just, you know, women, you know, when they get, when they get some, when they get some say-so, they just be, they just be doing shit. I'm like, um, you mean existing? I mean, I don't, I don't really know what you mean when they say they be doing shit, you know, I mean, it, I'm kind of confused as what the fuck you mean by that, but apparently you know what that means, because I don't. It's, 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 it's one of those things where it's like, look, I, I, it's an exhausting thing on a day-to-day to watch these dudes listen to dudes who don't know shit about anything but because they know that men are going like even Kevin Samuel said he when he was actually talking to men he was like unless I go until if I started bashing women my fucking likes and views would go the fuck up and that's exactly what happened because mm. he four years ago he was giving men advice nobody cared and he See, there's I didn't a video follow him like that I didn't either but it was a video that popped up after he passed mm. of him like four years ago saying if I was to start you know men don't want to hear the truth but if I was to start bashing women, my views and likes to go the fuck up. And that's exactly what happened. He pivoted, and that's when he started getting popular. Wow. So he knew. Mm. He knew he was playing the game. Mm. He was playing the game. He knew exactly what he knew because men will take and will view and will anything that's going to bash women, they're going to champion. There are niggas out here getting fucking viral for saying dumb shit like a girl having an Instagram is cheating. Nigga, I will slap you. <laughs> I will slap you. I will like I. I have not punched nobody in a long time, but there's a lot of niggas I want to punch. Cause what the fuck? You niggas go on Instagram and DM every chick you know when you got a chick, but somehow her having one isn't cheat. Shut the fuck up. Niggas is stupid. Is what yeah, I've learned. It's just it's that lack of guidance and brain power. That too. Because I, I there's a certain level of common sense that if I look at something and say, that's wrong, that's not right. And I feel like at some point in your life, it's just like I always tell people, because people say, oh, you know, and when somebody does something wrong to somebody, well, you know, when they were a child, they were treated this way. or And I'm like, you're right. Mm-hmm. We all have trauma from when we were children. You absolutely. are absolutely right. Mm-hmm. But at some point in your life, at some point. there was a way, you was a point, you got to a point where you could have went left, could have been white. Yes. You made a choice yes. to go the fuck left. Yes. So once you make that choice, you're responsible for everything you do from that point on. Absolutely. I'm not going to sit here and get you to use every excuse of your childhood because that's, that's not how this is going to work. Mm-hmm. You you have, at some point, you are you get to a point, for, uh, and that was, that was no different. My, one of my friends, his dad went around when he was a kid. He could have repeated the same cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, you did decided, I didn't have my dad, but I'm going to make sure my my sons and my kids have their father and their father is active in their life. Absolutely. That was a decision he made. Absolutely. That was a decision he fucking made. Mm-hmm. At some point, you have a choice of what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Are you going to perpetuate the shit that produced you? 
mm-hmm. or are you going to change the narrative? Yeah. And at some point, you have to make a choice. So once you make that choice, all the defense, all that shit, that was part, that was, that was basically the theme of Kendrick. I was like, look, I realize that the shit I, I'm, the who I am, who I've been, is because of these things. Mm-hmm. But now I'm making the choice to say, I need to fix this shit. Yes. Because if not, I'm perpetuating this shit. I got kids. Yes. I'm cheating. I'm fucking over my my wife, my fiance, whatever. I'm doing all these things. I need to break this curse so I can move forward and I can move and be a better man for them. Mm-hmm. At some point, you have to make that choice. And sometimes mm-hmm. it happens at different points in your life. But you get the chance to make that choice. Mm-hmm. You are not can you are not you don't you are not beholden to everything you were brought up on. No, you're not. At some point you can make a choice. Mm-hmm. You or because if you know it's just a cop out to me to say, oh well, you know, this is just I was raised. No, nigga. No. Because Well, let's be in this survival mode and being stuck in that. Yeah. Finding comfort in it, you know? Because when you step outside of that It's scary. It's like, oh, I don't have to I, develop I, I, something else. Right. In it's, you. it's like I'm ne- I've never navigated this. I don't know yeah. what to do. And it's like and men don't want to do that. The world is scary. Men like, don't want to do that. But that's that'd be the key to having the life that they want. Cause we all like you said, we all have that trauma. <laughs> but the problem is that the the life that they've been told, the life that they want is just them getting money. And unfortunately, so they usually stop there. Yeah. And don't go further and saying, oh shit. I make a certain kind of money. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what's next? Because that money is only going to fulfill you for a certain point. And then mm-hmm. once you get it, it's just there. Yeah. You can spend it. You can save it. But that's it. Mm-hmm. And then you can buy a couple things, but you're going to get bored with those eventually. Mm-hmm. And then what? Mm-hmm. Like Shaq said, I live in a 30,000 square feet house alone. You don't think I fucked up? That I know I fucked up? Mm-hmm. I own that. Uh, when dudes was like, yo, man, like... You know, it take two people to divorce, and I know I fucked up. She was taking care of home. She was taking care of my kids. She was taking care of business. Yeah, she did everything up. she was supposed to do. Yeah. I was doing dumb shit. Mm-hmm. I fucked that up. That was my fault. It was not her. That was her. And she, and she was doing all that shit, had all them damn kids, and still looked that damn good. And I fucked up. That was me. Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't think he's like, I don't look. I like at some point, I knew I fucked up. I was like, I live in a thirty thousand square feet home by myself. That's crazy. Like. I know I fucked up. And that's that is him looking at himself and like, look, I have to own that shit. Yeah, being honest. Being honest with yourself. A lot of guys don't want to own that shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, they don't want to own the fact that, yo, man, you fucked up. You you had you had something great and you decided, you know what? But I want this, 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 and this, this yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but then what? Now what you then are. What? Exactly. Now what? You lost, you had something great, but mm-hmm. you decided. Um, I can because and also it goes like I said and then when you get to a point when you're in that position and that put, when the people are always giving you what you want you can buy whatever you want mm-hmm. you really start thinking oh shit I can I'm invincible I don't need I can do what the fuck I want mm-hmm. or she ain't gonna leave me because I'm me I'm me I'm 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 Shaq I'm Shaquille O'Neal I'm whoever mm-hmm. she's not gonna leave me because I'm me. Mm-hmm. It's the shit. That's the whole reason Kanye went out of control. Kanye had a whole fucking narcissistic breakdown because he wasn't getting his way. And it, regardless of how people feel about the Kardashians, Kanye just like being in control of shit. Yeah. And once he wasn't in control of shit, he lost his fucking mind. That's true. 
you weren't in control of the narrative. You couldn't you couldn't tell her what to do mm-hmm. because she got her own money, so she didn't need you for that. Mm-hmm. So you don't have anything to tell her and make and make her just say, "Oh, hey, look." Oh, all, I do feel like Kim was using Kanye. Oh no, the I'm, they were using each other. They were using each other. <laughs> well, she was feeding his ego, but she knew it. And he knew that too, but and it, she was using him for status, and and that's and that's and they used each other for both. For both, they both use each other. Yeah. But at some point, even at even in Kim's case, she's st- there's still something you still want in a companion that you're not getting. Yeah. And Pete is not on her level financially or success wise. <laughs> yeah. But she's getting whatever else you want from him, whether that's peace, whether that's dick, whatever it is, <laughs> she's getting it. And oh God. Is what it is. Yeah. Whatever she getting from him, she clearly it's what she needs. So mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, and the, the the worst part about that is as a guy, as a Kanye, an ego. He ain't thinking about oh she need peace. He thinking oh shit I don't want this dude fucking her because I've heard about him. Mm-hmm. That's all he thinking about. Mm-hmm. It's crying to Charlemagne about that. Like man, I don't know man because he knows Charlemagne is his friend. Yeah, that's what Charlemagne's like. I don't tell what she was crying to me on the phone about. Well, he was worried about it and he kind of played something to kind of imply what it was, but it was really about. I heard things about him and I'm a little worried. That was what he was concerned. It wasn't even that, yo, he's with my wife and she may be happier with him because he's a good guy. It's no, he may be fucking her better than me. Because that's how guys think. <laughs> just that's just how ridiculous the male ego is. Is that no, she ain't happy with him mm-hmm. because he's a good guy or he's giving her peace that mm-hmm. I couldn't because I wasn't mm-hmm. really focused on that. It's he might be fucking her better than me, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's just that that sums up the male ego. You're right about in that. A really actually, succinct way. I actually had a guy ask me that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure guys, guys are like a nigga that I blocked, and he found another phone to call me off of. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you just got stalking you, nigga. Okay. No, I don't be having stalkers. I ain't. I ain't gonna gas myself up like that. But he did call me from another phone. <laughs> that, that, by definition, that is a stalker. Well, maybe. stalker-ish. We'll say that. Y'all take from that what y'all wish. <laughs> but he called me from another phone and basically asked me, like, I told him I had a boyfriend. So he goes into, you know, what you just said. Like, is he better, basically? And I'm like, oh, like, you sure you want to know the answer to that? <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, yeah. So then, this young man proceeds to tell me about his money. Well, I'm making six figures now. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? These are the types of interactions that women have with men, and then they get mad and say, "Oh, y'all some gold diggers. Y'all only want because, us for the money." Because Why men the fuck only. Did you bring that men to the Because men's manhood is based on either their pocketbook or their dick. They set the. T- they, they set they that set tone. Their, they set that standard. Yeah, for you sure. You get what I'm saying? I, I know. You I, couldn't get. You was trying to find your way in, and you couldn't find your way in sexually because I told you he's better than you. So you tried to find your way in financially. And you still couldn't stay in because all the uh, all the other shit you lacking the emotional shit the mental shit the spiritual shit they don't consider that no because they it was been just goofy to me like they've been conditioned <laughs> to think the only thing they need to give a woman is money and dick and if they can give they can supply that the women shouldn't need anything else Mm-mm-mm. you can they be like they can get that emotional shit from their friends like no nigga that's not how this works because at the end of the day as a protector as her man. You should be her best friend and her partner. Mm-hmm. 
And part of being somebody's best friend is being their support system when they need you and being that person that they can lean on just because they had a rough day or Mm -hmm. just because, you know what, I just feel comfortable there. Mm -hmm. She should be able to, like, just curl up next to you and just never and not have a worry in the world. Even if she had a fucked up day and she walk in the house, she should be able to come lay next to you and be like, you know what, and just lay there and not have a fucking care in the world. Mm -hmm. And a lot of guys don't give women that space to say, yeah, then they complain that women don't give them safe spaces. Like, because y'all don't give them safe spaces. Mm -mm. You can't give somebody a space that you ain't offering them in return. Because mm-hmm. it's like, at that point, that means that they're going to always be the person that you rely on, but you never, they never had no place to go. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it's supposed to work. It's not fair. Y'all want, y'all don't want to listen to them. Y'all joke about how y'all don't pay attention when they talk a point about their job and stuff like that. And it's like, that plays a role because, yes, you may not work there, but if your wife, if your lady, your, your significant other is complaining about their day, you should have some some investment in what's going on in your girl's life. Yes. That's just it. Because you're investing in her mental It's no different. Like, you should, right. You should be like, yo, so what What? what that bitch Pam do? Oh, shit. Oh, we good. No, fuck her. <laughs> like, 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 but that's the thing. Like, even no matter what it is, like, yo, if your girl, man, no, we, man, what's up? What we go? We, mm-hmm. we jumping her? What's up? Like, yeah. like who we jumping today, girl? That like, is what? so real because I had guys tell me, say, for instance, I'll bring an issue to them. I've had guys tell me straight up, well, that's your problem. Or, or. That's something you're dealing with. That's something you feel. And it's like, or. So you feel look, like what I feel and what I'm going through don't have nothing to do with you? Also, what are you talking about? Oh, look, and I'll be honest. Look, there have been times that people have told me stuff. And from my perspective, I feel like they might be in wrong. But if you my girl. We, 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 That's we, what I'm we, saying. We team us. Like I don't care. Exactly. Whether she, that team whether us you, mentality. whether because because as a guy, a lot of guys and even me, even though I have the emotional intelligence for the most, like I still have a lot logical brain. So mm-hmm. there may be times that you might tell me something, and in my head I'm like, well, I can see how, but because I'm notorious for playing devil's advocate, but mm-hmm. I only do that with my friends because mm-hmm. I know <laughs> if I'm in a relationship, I'm not doing that with my girl, and she don't want to hear that. Well, you a can girl, to a certain extent. It, it, it depends on the situation, <laughs> but if my girl comes to me emotional, mm-hmm. the last thing she want to hear is logic. <laughs> Nigga, listen and support. The logic, this is not the time for a logical conversation. That's funny. <laughs> it's not the time for you to be trying to stay, play devil's advocate and talk about seeing both sides. Mm. There are good people on both sides. Nigga, you are not Trump. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Trump? When he says see good people on both sides, that's why I referenced. Trump said that? When, when that, the, whole, um, the whole white supremacist riot happened years oh. ago. And he was like, I, I see there are good people on both sides. I should have known it was going to be it was like, something like some that. bullshit Yeah, context. it was some bullshit like that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it is. Like, yo, if your girl... Too good to be true. Your girl is emotional... <laughs> If there's, your girl is emotional or she's upset about something, the last thing she want to hear from you is you saying how, no, if we, I like to tell people all the time, if my girl or my sister or my brother or my best friend or my nephew call me tomorrow like, yo, we got a body, we got a high, let's go. What's up? I don't even know, the, I don't even know what the fuck happened. Hey. I don't even know what the fuck happened. Hey. Where we going? What's going? Mm-hmm. We, 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 I, I, what's up? What's up? What's up? What, mm-hmm. we need? Where we got to go? Where you at? What's up? Like, have you called so-and-so? Okay, we're cool. We meet up with... Hey, yo, no. Ain't no questions. So if my girl come to me like, yo, 
had a rough day. Like, what's up? What's up? What, was that bitch sharing again? Sharing again? Nah, it's that girl Liz. Like she been getting my fucking nerves. A bitch, you know, fucking large ass shoes walking around loud as shit. I mean, <laughs> my nerves. <laughs> oh my god. This is why you hear her walking down the, like fucking thirty feet away. You just hear his claws like. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stand that bitch. You know. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's like. Oh shit, we probably need to get that bitch some fucking like ballet shoes or something. You walk that shit. Oh, you should hire the shoes or some shit to wear. I don't know. Like just like but like play the whole thing out, whatever. Just like look, it's like, all your girl needs to know is you got her back. Exactly. That's it. You said team us, that's yeah, it. Like right we there. it's us, whatever. You create the vision when you be like, ah, oh, that's your problem. No, no, we just look, whatever, whatever your issue, cause at the end of the day, cause I know if I come to you with an issue, you ain't gonna be like, Well, it's just you. Absolutely. Cause women are in in it's natural for them to say, yo, whatever affects you affects us. Hell yeah. It's not, unfortunately, it's not natural for a lot of men to do that. It's not. And so it it becomes a thing where it's it's like, oh, no. No, what affects you affects us. And that goes on both ways. So if my girl is. That's like a lack in your manhood if you don't feel like, like, what the fuck? That's what I'm talking about when I say protector. Like, it's not just physical, it's everything. Like, yo, what's ever going on with my girl is on on me. Like, no, like, no, look. It, it, and it don't matter if it's not my fault. The point is it affects her. Yes. So if it affects her, it affects me. Mm-hmm. That's anybody I care about. If something affects my sister, who anybody mm-hmm. I give a damn about, mm-hmm. that's going to affect me because, no, that's those people I love. Mm-hmm. So, yes, if my girl come home, like, in a bad mood, yo, yo, no, 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 let's go, let's go, no. Even if, shit, if my girl called me at work, like, she at work and she like, yo, I'm having a bad day. My first thought is, okay, when she gets home, I got to, all right, it's time for me to be in support mode. I, yeah. I'm ready. Like, yo, I got to be there for her. Like, yo, I'm sitting there waiting. Like, put, you know, put your feet up, rub them, tell me what you about to do. What's up? Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, what's going on? What happened? Whatever. Like, you know, like, give her a chance to decompress and get this shit off. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you just want to be that talk and talk mm-hmm. this shit out and get it off your chest because you might not be able to do it at work. So, yeah. like, yo, and you need to have that sound of war sometimes. And it's my job as your, your man to be like, yo, I got you. And that's yeah. it. And all a woman wants to know is that her man got her. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys confuse I got you with I got you financially yes. and not I got you in every yes. way you need me to have you. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, um, I want the thing to say for joining us on the podcast. Um, given this her first experience, uh, she did pretty well. I will say. Okay. Um, we did over two hours, so I guess she did okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Next time I'm gonna have two shots. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow the podcast Down with the King Pod on Instagram, DWTK Pod on Twitter, Down with the King Podcast on Facebook. You follow me on Instagram and Twitter um, at King Will K. Um, you can email the podcast down with the king podcast at gmail.com. You have anything to promote to say? Of course. I am a entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> the brow lounge, right? Just say, check me out on Instagram. Um, been doing brows for I don't know, shoot, 16 years. Brows is my life. <laughs> yes, I'm on Facebook as well. So check me out. Check her out. So with that being said, I'll I'll holler at you guys later. Until next time, bye, bitch.